I want to welcome everybody to the show. Today we're going to talk about uh we're going to talk about nonprofits, man. It's the time of year when nonprofits be blowing you up. And the reason why nonprofits blow you up is cuz their budget just opened up, but there's some things you got to know as a content creator that's working with nonprofits. That's working for nonprofits, that's getting approached by nonprofits. But first, we got to roll the graphics. Let's do it. You're listening to Content and Cash. A Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. Better up, better up. Let's get right into it real quick. I want to talk about, I'm going to do my, we're going to address some nonprofits as content creators. Listen. Nonprofits understand that they need content creators to get more money, right? To get to do a lot of different things from testimonials to talk about projects that they're doing to have people donate money to their event. But this is something that you need to know as a content creator. Stop giving them discounts straight up. Stop giving them discounts. They make money. They are just using their puppy dog face and cat eyes to get you to lower your price because you don't understand how a nonprofit works. Nonprofits make money. They just don't supposedly make a profit. But if you ever are in doubt as to whether or not you should charge a nonprofit your full price, Google what their CEOs make. And you won't have a problem charging them full price for your services. Now, during the beginning of the year, like I said, budgets open up. They got a bunch of money they got to move off of. They're finding ways to spend it so they don't have a profit. And guess what? Content is something that they can throw a lot of money at. And they're looking to throw a lot of money at. So in the past, I almost said I don't work with nonprofits. I do work with nonprofits, those who are willing to pay full price. I've had some very good nonprofit clients um, who and I got a chance to actually meet senators and meet a lot of great people working for nonprofits, but they pay full price and make sure as a content creator, you are not negotiating your price or changing your price because they are a nonprofit. The only thing you should not be charging is tax. If they provide the correct paperwork and they need to provide you with the correct paperwork so that when you do your taxes, you also get a tax break, especially for the amount of money um, that you may spend on labor or things within that project. So it's very important as a content creator that you understand this because new businesses, and I was once there, usually get robbed and gypped and sweet talked into doing content for these companies, thinking that you're a part of the cause. You are here to save kittens around the world and do all this stuff. For, for this nonprofit and they are just laughing their way to the bank and they're getting your services for little or nothing. And they chose to be nonprofit, not you. You and you, you chose to be a for-profit. So you, again, this is a, this is, this is an idea or this is something in business that you may not get your first year, but as you come along and as you move along and work with a lot of these companies over years, you will understand and really good nonprofits will tell you. They'll tell you what's up. We our donations brought in ten point five million dollars last year. Oh, cool, sweet. We about to spend 
five, six thousand of that on this content. So I like when nonprofits are direct and they're and they're honest. I don't mind working with them. We're not going to negotiate the price. The price is the price. And this is another reason why your pricing needs to be structured. Because when that conversation come up and a lot of people who have been following this channel and been gold members and been a part of this thing, when that conversation come up about taking money off off the uh, making things cheaper, it's easy to say. So what do you want to remove to get to the price that you're trying to get to and not me just taking a hit? That's negotiating one on one when the price got to go down. If you don't have nothing to remove, the only person that's going to take a hit is you. You think you win in that sale. You you may have won the, the 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 war, but you lost a whole lot of battles. You took a lot of casualties to get there. I am not going to lower my cost to work with a client because they are a nonprofit. It don't work for me, fam. That that that's your choice. I am a for profit. I'm trying to make all the money I can make. And I am not ashamed to say that. And no business should be ashamed to say that. So make sure that when you sit down, because there's a lot of nonprofits, especially if you were in the event photography, event video, testimonials. I've done a lot of stuff for nonprofits, everything from training videos to um, just all kind of content. One time I did one for a, um, a recovery home for substance abuse users, and they wanted me to get testimony. Two things they wanted. One, they wanted a video like Cribs. This is no lie. They wanted to show the inside of one of the homes. Two, they wanted me to review people who have gone through the process um, to talk about where their life started, the issues that they have and how it changed after being a part of this home and some that came back to work at the home. So um, and, and they were great stories. I had a great time working with them. This was years ago. Really, really good time. Um, but they will try to lowball you like crazy. I've, I've even had one and I'll give you a quick story. Um, when they wanted to do the video, like, like yo MTV cribs, they wanted to use some copyright music. So I kind of had to say, nah, we, we, you know, this is something you can't do, but these are some of the things you'll run into in that industry. However, you need to have your pricing needs to be super structured. It really helps if you're going to work with those industries. It really, really helps. Um, and one of the questions that popped up was about how much I charged. I charged them. I think they spent about fifty six hundred for two videos. Uh, sorry, three videos. I walked through their home. And at the time I did it with the Osmo, not the pocket, the big one, because because I didn't want to bust out all the everything. You'd be surprised. how I many. you'd be surprised at places I use the Osmo and the Osmo pocket. If you go back and look at the video that I dropped about me at the uh, Texas film gear, that video was 100% shot on the Osmo pocket, even a laugh mic. The audio you hear is from that laugh mic. So if you don't have an Osmo pocket, I will wait because they probably want to drop a new one. But um, so 5600, um, they got a video walkthrough. Where I literally walked through the house, chopped it up to music, and we did two um, 30 second testimonials for two people. So um, it was it was a um, total of five videos. Yeah, five videos in total. Two people, two 30-second chops, and then the walkthrough. But again, I was there for three hours. So, do the math. Um, and, you know, we edited it. We added your logo. Now, a lot of times, you know, again, the upsell, and this is for those who, uh, I should save this for just, 
you know, the people watching, but I'm going to put it out here and everything. Once I get off this and we go to just a gold member only, um, then we can kind of talk about it. But one of the upsells was a animated 3D logo. And that 3D logo was one of the, it was one of the Final Cut Pro uh, 3D logo packs that you buy. Uh, M something, not M LUT, but M Studio. It was one of those, Pixel Fills. It was something like that. But it was an upsell. So that one pack that I may have spent $40 on probably made me about $500 per time. So that's just something that those are little things that you pick up on that you, uh, you know, you'll, you'll learn about in the industry. But it's very important that you when you go into these these conversations, if your pricing is structured, it helps a lot because they're going to try to lower, get a discount. And like I said, I like to lay things in front of them and say, pick and choose what you want to remove from this. I'll wait. Because, yeah, we can get it to the price that you want, but pick and choose what we're going to take off instead of use, you know, instead of them saying we want to we want it. We want this to be cheaper. Can you take something off the price? Nope, I can't. But we can remove one of these layers. And, and also, when your pricing is structured, it helps with if you leave people with yes or no, our price is twenty five hundred. Take it or leave it. And you add multiple choices. Layering your price just gives people multiple choices. So without structured pricing, structure-based pricing, you got a 50% chance of closing that deal. Either they got the money, they like it, and yes, or no, for whatever reason. When you add layers, you have a 96% chance to say they're going to say yes, maybe let's take this off, let's take that off, let's take this off, let's take that off, and like a 5% chance they're going to say no. So you reduce the chances of them saying no and increase the chances of them saying yes with conditions. So that and and if you are not that great at sales and in the beginning we all aren't, um sometimes just giving people those options help. So feel free to have a package that this is what we suggest and then we can break it down 20 different ways to get down to a price that's not the greatest. However, the amount of labor that is required for me at this lower price point, I'm still extremely profitable. And that's the goal. If you do it right, a client can, can get a stick of gum from you. You still going to make money off of you still going to make good money off of you. You still going to make, you know, 12, 13, 1500 for an hour of your time. You should still make a good amount of profit and be happy about it. So those are things that you have to keep in mind. And these are little things that you'll learn over time being in the industry and working with a lot of different businesses. Um, and a good thing about nonprofits is often it, it has always resulted in me getting more work and working with other people or being at an event where I meet a ton of people that always result in more work whenever I have. And like I said, I've met I've done nonprofits for for government officials and I got pictures with all kind of senators and all kind of, you know, people who've run for different office and, you know, I'll shake hands and meet all kind of people. And it always turned into other business. I did one um, that turned into me working with multiple mayors in my area. Um, and it's just, you know, it, you you will know how to work those events the more you work them, the more you work with them. Like I have my little if you're a gold member, you know how I feel about taking pictures of important people and then contacting those important people to provide that image. That's a free way to get your foot in the door. Um, I've landed jobs that way. Um, I've landed uh, subscription-based long-term clients that way. 
So, um, you know, those are things that you, you want to think of, um, you know, as we move forward. All right. So I just wanted to record that. That's not live. We're not live. This conversation is just for us. But that part, you know, we'll put on, we'll put out there. Um, question wise, anybody got questions about working with nonprofits or anything within that they want to talk about before we get into accountability? Yeah, I got a couple of questions. Okay. Yeah, I got some as well. Go for it. Um, so nonprofits is sort of the niche that I picked. Okay. And I've been going through the uh the the steps, right, for structure-based pricing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you're gonna tell me this is in a module that I haven't gotten to yet. <laughs> But I'm a, I'm a go for it <laughs> when I'm when I'm setting up my prices. Right. I I got the um, the day rate and and all of that stuff for how to charge for the shooting. Now, is that bundled into the the cost of the videos? Nope. Nope. Um, so and and i have to say this <clears throat> and yes it is definitely in it is definitely in a module uh no but so <laughs> <laughs> bro i'm working i'm working step by step finish him no uh so um <laughs> 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 uh, so the thing is this so i i structure the actual video separate let me tell you why i do that right mm-hmm. because let's say i've had clients to say we got an event going on we want you to come out and film it. We don't know how we want to edit it yet. We just want the ca- the footage captured. Or we may have completed a video and we got a ton of footage and they call me back up and say, hey man, we need another three minute video from that, from that footage you already got. So how do you price that? You, you, I structure it based off of the first minute and then each additional minute. And, and it, will, it will change like those chunks can change if it's a bigger program. If it's two hours of footage, I may say the first half an hour is X, Y, and Z, and each additional 15 minutes is whatever. But I always structure it where where it's based on the final edit. Okay. So yeah, that's good stuff. So and, and let me give you like an even so brief off the top of my head. I do 500 for the first minute, $100 for each additional minute. That means for two minutes of editing, I'm making $600. Now that is just editing. That does not include subtitles. That does not include a 3D graphic. That does not include, I will add music. Sometimes I'll add additional B-roll if we don't have it, but um, I'll have upsells on it depending on, you know, I, I want my biggest upsell usually is either subtitles because I can upsell it multiple times for multiple different languages, voiceovers, mm. multiple times. So I can get one video and give you an English and a Spanish version. So now I, you know what I'm saying? So I've upsold the, I've upsold the audio, um, the voiceover, you know, royalty, royalty free music is usually free. Um, but there's just things that, you know, you may want to do, um, what other upsells have I done? Mostly, mostly captions, subtitles, voiceovers, and, and, and then the 3d graphic, um, or some sort of explainer animation, um, and those are big upsells. Like I've, I've upselled, sold an explainer animation 30 seconds short for like two, $3,000. And then I'll okay. get it done on Fiverr for like uh, right. one fifty. In fact, I'll get three of them done on Fiverr and spend, you, you know, I, I'd spend like $450 and then I'll present three to the client and ask them which one they like. And then they pick the one they like. And then boom, 
I will insert it in the video and I may give them the other two just as a thanks for working with us bonus. You know, here's two other videos, you know what I'm saying? Just extra stuff that they can kind of, you know, play with. But that's why I separate my editing from my filming. And, and, and okay. I'll have clients that'll say, hey, we got this going on. We really don't know how we're going to use this video yet, but we want to bring you out to, to, to edit it. I mean, to capture it. That way I'm okay. not stuck a year later when they call me and say, we need edits. And now I'm, you know, I'm editing something off some money they paid me two years ago. Got it. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So uh, I, another quick question. Yeah. Um, so here's the deal, right? Um, the way I've been running things is somebody pays me a couple of hundred bucks mm -hmm. and I shoot a video for them and I do everything and I hand it off. And so what, where I'm getting confused is if I charge you five grand for a video, um, what am I charging? Cause now I, I see the, the editing, I see the, the filming, but where's most of that five grand coming from, you know, is it, is it me thinking things up the no, no, idea no, no. of the video? No. Okay. So, so usually you have a base rate. With structure-based pricing, your first hour is your base. It's usually 70% of the cost. So mm -hmm. it, it's, it's a big portion of your cost. And then each additional hour is billed. Each additional man on site is billed. And then you have additional upsells. So just really briefly off the top of my head, I'll give you the, the, the fast version is if you hire mm -hmm. me for two hours, right? My first hour is my most expensive hour. Then I have an additional hour. Now, if what you're saying, hey, we want to shoot an interview, okay, for an interview, it's a minimum two-man shoot for me. I got to have me plus an audio guy. So okay. base rate times two plus mm -hmm. that extra hour times two plus the got upsell it. of a teleprompter, the upsell of whatever else upsells they have. Okay, so so me sitting down and figuring out, all right, this is the story that we're going to tell. This is this is how we're going to put it together. I'm not charging for that. Yes, they are paying. You are for when I show up. So so you are so you you are charging. Let me tell you. Okay, so w what I explain is is production. The editing is post production. The beginning is pre now pre production is a whole nother area. I can slice up the base rate. Are we are we coming up with the script? Are we choosing a location? Are we, you know, what part of it do you need us? Do you have something that we're coming up to coming to film or do you need us to design it? Okay, so script writing, let's start with script writing. That could be a base rate. Excuse me, depending on how long the script is. I can say, "Hey, the first 5 minutes is included in this price and each additional, you know, page or minute is, you know, X amount of dollars." Plus, you can upsell the script by saying we can do it and, you know, we can whatever. We can, if you want to make it a musical or whatever, however you want to upsell the pre-production side of it. Are we location scouting? Do we have that together? You know, are we. Um, what else? I've, I'm trying to think of some of the pre-production stuff I've upsold. Um, uh, casting. Are we casting for it or are you casting for it? I could find the talent. We got talent, but do you have talent? So those are things that that are pre-production, production, post-production. Post now I've had I've had plans where when we presented 
the complete package, we just let the client choose. And then they'll, they'll, they'll price will be calculated. But we can, and I, and I do it like that because it allow you to slim it down. You will have a client to say, I just need you to show up and just film my location for an hour. Cool. That one hour of me doing just that pays me enough where I am excited and happy to be there. Got it. I, I still make a profit. And okay. I'm happy to make this profit because it's the most profitable hour of my life. And, yeah. and that way you're not turning down one hour gigs because you're still making a lot of money in a one hour gig. And you're meeting people with a one hour gig. You out there with car, you know what I'm saying? You got your, your logo out there and you still, my one hour gig is enough for me to be happy. Oh, you need me to stay an extra hour? No problem. You know what that <laughs> price is. So, so everything is structured and, and everything is structured so you don't get burned. If you just give them a price, I, and I've, I've, this is how I learned. I've had clients that you give them a price. Yes, $2,500. Cool. You get there and, and they, you know, they got you driving all over the place. They want to go to six different locations. They got all this crap they didn't add it to this $2,500. And, and when you're done early, they're looking at you like, why are you leaving? Like, but if it's a structure-based price, we dare to do the job. I can pack up and leave. I'm, we, we're, we're, we're incentivized to be faster and efficient instead of just, you know, dragging my feet trying to get eight hours out, out of you because I charged you a day rate. Mm, mm-hmm. So that's the goal is how can, I, how can I get paid the most without being there the longest or be incentivized to be efficient? I don't want to be punished because I'm good at my job and we out in seven hours instead of eight. That ain't right. I still got to, you know what I'm saying? I'm still here all day. It ain't like I can go book another client and get that other hour back. I want to get paid for that, even if I'm fighting in traffic. So by, by front loading it, my first hour is my most important hour. Okay. And I usually include, you know, um, setting up and things like that. I'm, it's usually like an hour and a half for me because I like to get there and have a half an hour or whatever to set up. And, yeah. And, and, and it makes it more valuable to the client. They get it. The first hour, we got to get there. We got to bring the equipment in. We got to set up lights. We may have whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, so it makes sense where clients won't, you know, that first 30 minutes of setting up and we got the first hour of shooting. So it, it just, you know, it just adds more value. And a client can say, I get it. I don't want them to pay for an hour and we're setting up. Cool. It's well, you know, the production stuff makes a lot of sense because it's it's real cleared and laid out in the part of the module that I've gotten to. Before the rest of y'all start throwing shade at me, I'm on the 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 uh, layaway program. So this is as far <laughs> as the program has let me go. You said the layaway. <laughs> 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 it's all good. Um, you, your name Tyrone, so you got rank around here just in case the right, other right, guy. Right, right, you know right, right, good. Right. You good. You family. <laughs> so, Tyrone's got to stay together. It's like six good ones right. in the world. So we got to, you know what I'm saying? We got to yeah. stay together. <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere later on, are there prices and things for pre production or well, some sort of structure I can start more? Figuring out? It's more of the, the principle. Um, but that, you know what, I may, I may go back and add some, some really more like sheets to, to sit down and just come up, just kind of give you guys some pre-production ideas. That's a really, really good idea. And I may cool. think about offering just worksheets or slash proposals or just, cause it's different per, like it's different per, um, niche. And I'll give you an example, you know, on photography, 
pre-production is very limited. You know what I mean? It's very limited um, if you're doing event photography compared to video. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of a principle that we can apply to everything. Cool. All right. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Ty. Which one? Which one of us are you talking to? Which one? <clears throat> Which one? Don't, so, don't play with me. There's two of us. Don't play with me. <laughs> two, you you need t- to get a thing that says throat punch and that fit, like finish him. And so everyone sees module one. Ow! Yeah, I got, I got, no, I got all I got is flawless victory sound effect. Because I, I can get, I can do the throat punch cut. See the, uh, dang, I don't even have my flawless victory up here no more. Hold up. Well, that ain't it. Anyway, <laughs> I, I ain't used my buttons in a while. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go back to using them, but it's all good. But yeah, bro, that's that's so that is pretty much the principle to apply depending on what niche you're in. Um, it can even be applied to if you're, let's say you're recording podcasts. Let's say you, you, you're a gold member and you say, Hey, I'm just recording audio or podcast to my clients. If you got a studio, you need to say the first hour is this each additional hour is that, you know, pre-production, we can help you write the song, but we got to charge you this post-production, you know, we can help you promote the song or whatever, you, you know, however you want to do it. We can master. We spend an hour, the first hour to ma- mix and master and each additional, you know what I'm saying? So it's just the idea of the principle of how do I get paid up front? And I, and I, and it's just a method where I'm just, I'm incentivized to be as fast and efficient as possible. And I'm not punished if I'm done early. So there you go. I'm going to tag in the other Marcus now. Oh, you try, y'all trying to double up on us on 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 the on the on the tie boys? Y'all trying to double up? That's what it is. <laughs> What's going wait, on? Wait, we got one more tie. I'm adding Tyler to the tie group because we that's how we roll. Okay, us ties, we don't want no problems with no uh no Marcuses. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to put that out there. Ain't no beef. You know what I'm saying? Team tie. You know what I'm saying? But we ain't got no problems. We just you know, I just wanted to flex on y'all real quick. But uh, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. We don't want no trouble. I'm going to start putting T's in front of everything, like Bloods and Crips. We don't want no trouble with y'all talking about what y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm talking about. I ain't going to go, but yeah. that's So that's pretty much pricing in a nutshell. Uh, who else had the hand up? The Marcus. The real Marcus. Look at him. Look at his face. <laughs> the real Marcus. No, I finally uh, understood <laughs> what you meant when uh, in, the, in Module 1 you're talking about like um, the upsells and stuff like that for pre-production and stuff. And the reason why you put it in that order, because, you know, it's really niche specific for sure. So you can't really just be like, these are what I recommend being the, the upsells that you put because Absolutely. working with like the landscaping company and stuff like that. You know, now that I've gone through the process with one client, I'm like, okay, I see that they might need, you know, to order new shirts or something or locations scouting for like uh, people that they can shoot the, some content in front of a, a clean house with good grass and stuff like that. So, you know, that's where having a beta client definitely comes in handy. But if you have a client and you can stick to one niche, you kind of learn as you go with what products you need to sell and what upsells you can find and stuff like that. Cause, cause location scouting is big. If you're working with landscape companies, it's not big. Mm-hmm. If you're working with a company that got an office, cause they like, well, I can walk around my office and see where I want to shoot. I don't need you charging me for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Same goes for talent. Like some companies, 
don't want their people in front of cameras, depending on what the company is. And some companies do. Like I, I, I shot for a janitorial company and they were like, well, we don't want our people speaking. And I'm like, what? Okay, well, I, I shot for, when I was working at TGI Fridays, we, we, we brought in talent. So, and they had bartenders that was doing this junk all day. But they weren't yeah. good with looking in cameras and smiling and delivering. You know what I'm saying? They just didn't have that. They were just used to dealing with people. And they, you know, do a bartender. You can say what you want to people just about. Yeah. So that that I agree with. I definitely had that experience, too, uh, working with this company. They didn't want certain people in front of the camera. Um certain demographics and stuff like that. So, yep. Yep. you know, it was very, had to get very creative. I'm like, wait a minute, this, this ain't what we signed up for. But I'm like, you know, if you want to throw in some extra money, I could have a couple people here that looked apart if you need, you know what I mean? So it was just and, interesting stuff. And that's why it's good to join those um, acting groups on Facebook. Cause you'll have a lot of talent there that you can pimp out. I mean, not pimp out, but you know, rent out, uh, you know what I'm saying? You can, <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't have, listen, I'll charge $500 a head and you get some new talent and you give them $200 to be in the video. They're happy. And, and lunch you're there for an hour. I'm going to give you $200. Come on. Boom. Or I've had 150 and I'll hire two people and do two takes just so the client can sit back and see who they like best. Um, and then when you get a, when you get a, like, I, I have a roster of, of my go-to people. I got profiles and pictures and I can send to the client and the client can pick who they want. Hey, I like her. Let's bring her in or, Hey, you know, and they'll, they'll pick out a roster uh, of like, you know, as usually as diverse as possible, but they'll pick out a roster of people that they want to bring in. And I already know what they're charging. So, and usually whenever I sell talent, I sell makeup. So boom, I'm making double money. Um, now, mind you, this can be an hour shoot, but all of this stuff is just add to to my to the profitability of of the shoot. I'm not everything I add. I'm making profit off of, you know. So, yeah. Um, one quick thing that came up, Carlos reminded me that first hour includes setup and breakdown. You're right. So that first hour will give you about 30 minutes after the shoot to break down. If I promise you seven, eight hours of shooting, we're rolling during those eight hours. And when we're done, you're not paying me to break down i mean you are but it's buried in the first hour but again this is something that you can add to the proposal that just it makes that first hour make sense you know what i'm saying it's more value in that and and the way i push it is we're not filming during the time that your additional time that you're paying for that one setup hour setup and breakdown and we're you know what i'm saying we're filming if if you know if we say we filming at nine we rolling at nine i'm there at eight thirty. So, you know, but yeah, 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 that, that's always, um, beta client, man. You're going to learn a lot about what, what's, in, and it, you know, you're going to learn a lot about what your client value in that niche and what some stuff shouldn't be an upsell. Some stuff should just be like, just give it to them. You know what I mean? But your beta client going to tell you, look, I would spend top dollar if I can get this too. say less. I got you. And, and those are things that you're going to learn. Just being in, just being around three or four people in that industry, they're going to, they're going to tell you how to print money, man. They're going to tell you what they, you know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, I got to be around photographers. I got to be around sports photographers to know that they like zoom lenses that are fast. If I can make an 800 millimeter F 2.8, I got you. The average person don't care about that. But since my niche is sports photographers, I know that they're going to eat this up. 
If I if I put a, a this nano coating help reduce flare and glare from the sunlight and stadium lights. The average photographer like so a sports photographer is like, I'll pay extra for that. So by me being in that niche, I understand what they're willing to pay extra for. And I can dangle it like a carrot and they can buy it and spend extra for it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's just business one on one and understanding your, your, your market and your audience. Um, that, that's why that's, you know, super important. Um, I want to. Anybody else work with nonprofits for for nonprofits with nonprofits this year? Yeah, I work with nonprofits. Um, I do a lot of like event photography for nonprofits. So now yeah. I'm just stepping into video. So um, I'm listening to you in the pricing structure. Like I was basically charging them an hourly rate, and um, but now I'm like, okay, maybe I need to rethink this thing. You yeah. know, and especially now getting into video. Module one breaks down what you should include and how much of your day rate should be and right. just everything in module I mean, in, in that first hour. Cause you don't want to go hourly. Cause, cause think about it. If let's say you get a client that approach you for a two hour shoot, you're like, do I really want to go out here for a two hour shoot? Is it right? Really right. Right. But you should right. be, you should be extremely happy to get your bag and get out of there in two hours. And you should be charging right. mileage. So those are things that, you know what I'm saying? That's money you missing. Yeah, that, that's something. Well, I'm not, not there. I'm not at the point there yet financially, you know, where I could, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to, like, I'm in the starving artist uh, phase of this thing right now. You know, um, you know, I was talking to the brothers early on um, and, and how I heard you. I was that guy. I was that 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 booty photographer. Hey, we all know? we all been there. And <laughs> so now it's just like you know, I, I the niche down. Came the new year. I'm into the gold membership, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to work my way. Um, it's been a little bit challenging me to find clients, though. You know, like with the uh, with the nonprofit I work with now, I work with the Urban League. I'm not sure if people are familiar with yeah, them. Yeah. Um, so so they have been they have done a good job by promoting me to other you know, affiliations and stuff like that, but it haven't necessarily materialized yet. Well, so I'm ask, still kind of like in the... Let me ask you a question. What's your niche? Uh, corporate photography. Now, now it's corporate photography, corporate events. Um, uh, I want to kind of, I want to focus on the nonprofit side of things. No, you don't. So, um, but yeah, like no, the don't. more of the professional, you said no? No, you don't. You got to get module one. Module okay. one going to break that, that niche. You got to niche down more than that. Module one gonna break down okay. more. You don't. You, you got to go one layer deep, one more layer deep, because when you go mm, one more layer deep, okay. let's say you do, let's say you do award ceremonies for, let's say let's just say you do award ceremonies for corporate events. Let's just say hypothetically, right. that's not even a a good niche. That's not even a deep enough niche as as the module you know punch you in the throat. Um, if you. It, like I can tell you based off your niche, where to go to find clients, where, where, where are, mm-hmm. think about it. And I'll just give you this, 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 I'll just give you this, the events that you currently shoot, where are these events usually at? Say what? I'm sorry. Say that again. My apologies. The, oh, no problem. Yeah. The, the events that you shoot, where are they normally held at? Um, uh, I guess like in the hotel ballrooms and pause, stuff like that. Pause. I like that you say that. So you ever think about approaching the hotels? No. There you go. That's one place. That's the, that's the, those are things that once you have a niche, the you know the, the module kind of teaches you where to go based off that niche. All okay. of those, and there's other places where when they're setting up those those events, 
they go to 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 find locations and you know if you get a a relationship with a hotel and somebody's saying we need to book your hotel for this corporate event we got coming up they're they're usually asking well, what about photo and video do you guys have because a lot of hotels have um companies that 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 is their photo or video or you know sound or stage company right and if you develop that relationship guess what you're their photo guy they'll mm. come there and just cl- click the box they won't even talk to you five grand check let's go three grand check whatever mm. let's go just like they do when they get those audio systems in the hotels and they rent i think one of the companies here is psav they show up in all black they set up a stage they run the audio they do all of that stuff well a lot of times they go through the hotel somebody in the hotel just book it like we just need all we need this and the hotel say cool we got it you need photo we got it you need video we got it you need you, you need a, you want to rent a, a projector so you can run your slide we got it so those are things that that's about the relationship with the hotel right but, but right, once right. you know exactly where you want to go it's easy to find clients it's hard to find clients it's hard to hit a target when you spraying when you got the machine gun, it's easy to hit a target if you're a sniper and you know exactly mm-hmm. who you're going after. So it's just, you know, just changing how we look at it <laughs> and just learning about it. Because it's, it's, you know, once you figure out like this, is my lane, you're going to see all of you going to this is going to open up to you like, man, I got so many different ways to get clients. So, I mean, that, right. that, that's why that's so important. The gold members here tell you. Yeah, the people here, they'll tell you the, the gold members, they'll tell you, you know, you got to slim it down. They'll tell you once you slim it down, everything you need will appear in front of you. Like you, you'll be able to go after you know a target. Yeah. Okay. But um, somebody. What he's saying is true because before we niched down, it was hell. It was crazy, you know. In one week, and I think that's what broke me down. In one week, I had a lawyer call, um, some youth sports team, and a, like a judge. Like, how am I write proposals for all these people? Those are three completely different clients with three completely different sets of psychology, as I'm sure Craig will tell you. You know, it's like, that's drastically different. How am I going to sell these people? What am I going to charge these people? You know, I don't know what their budget is looking like. I don't even know what they want. So you're just like shooting in the dark, you know, when you just not niche down. But once we niche all the way down... Now it's just like, oh, we can approach these people. We can to find clients. There's a lot of different ways you can find clients, and all day, every day, that's all you're doing. You know, to, wow. to where you- it's just like that's all that's on your brain, and you it, then everything, like Ty says, it just kind of everything becomes real simple, and it just appears to you, and it becomes easy. How do you talk their language? The way you talk to a doctor is different than how you would talk to a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Like, so how is the wording on your website effective? If you don't know who you're talking to, because what what may, what one person may like may turn somebody else completely off. So it's just it's just difficult. Like often the the biggest problem that a lot of content creators face before they say I got to figure this business thing out is they try to go after everybody and they're and they're not appealing to nobody. I mean, you 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 the guy in the club hollering at every girl. You know what I'm saying? So the girls is like, nah. He regardless of what they think about you, didn't you just holler at her and her and her? Nah, I'm straight. They won't even accept drinks from you no more. Like, nah, he desperate. He out here looking real thirsty. You may want to drink that. You you drink that one, okay? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You ever buy a girl a drink? She said, you drink it. That's that's terrible. I mean, I ain't never been in that situation. But I've seen brothers 
who've been in that situation. You know what I'm saying? I just pick my one and then boom, that's who I'm after. You know what I'm saying? That's how you do it. But, you know, that's how you, you know, you know how it is. You don't want to be the guy in there reaching. Stop laughing, Brandy. So, <laughs> but, you know, when you, when you, that's right, purple dress at, at the bar. That's Carlos knows what's up. So, dating advice from Ty. That's right. Hey, I just, it, dating, business, sales, drugs, it's all the same thing. It's just a different product. Nah, drugs. It's drugs too. It's all the same thing. It's just a different product. That's all. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's the same thing. Either way, you sell it. So, you going, you know, you selling yourself, you selling the product, you selling something. So, either way, you know, it's up to you on what you want to sell. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, but we're going to leave that for the, the after, after, after hours. Um, anybody got any wins this week? Anybody got any wins? I got a win. Let's hear them W's. We went and spoke with the manager at a mortuary. That was our first. Tell, so we outside now, y'all. We outside. Tell them your niche before they were like, why are you talking to dead people? Tell them your niche first because oh, it sounds weird. Right. Not everybody knows my yeah. bad. Yeah. We um, reached down to funeral videography. So we created a film that is very unique. Um, and now we're, we're going around talking to mortuaries so that we can become part of the services that they offer. We went to one of the top mortuaries out here because... You know, our services is uh, a nice to have, not a necessity. So we want to go where the money is. So we went to some of the more prestigious mortuaries to talk. And um, I'm going to shoot an email over to another one um, first thing in the morning to set up an appointment. So we outside. So that's a step in the right direction. And um, the feedback was good. The lady was trying her hardest not to cry when she was watching the video. So I figured that might be a good sign. Because she was affected by it, so I'm sure the clients will be. But she says she's running up the chain, and our follow up game is gonna be strong. So we'll follow up with her soon. And that's dope because she have a niche. She can open the yellow pages, and all her clients just pop out to her. You know what I mean? Because she know who her clients are. They, they, you know, they, they're gonna be happy to see you. They're gonna be ready to go. Great right. question. Uh, um, did you did you give them a a date to follow up? Hey, I'm going to follow up with you in 48 hours, in one week, in one month. That is the one thing that my husband did not do is set up the actual follow up date and time. But Ty already got on my head about it, so it's uh, on the checklist for next time. Oh yeah, I already got beat up. The other day. Bad. she got beat up. <laughs> She got but beat up. Was, I, did, I think I did. I think he did pretty well, though. Like we talked it through. We had a game plan. We left them with materials. We left them with our content. But that was the one thing that was missed. And I'm about to go freshen up on the modules. It's been a few months. I'm like, I'm missing stuff. But, I'm about to go through it again. I'm bad. I'm bad about that too. So I'm just. I'm trying to remind myself every time. Hey, you know that video. This is where you go follow up. You know that video where they'd be like, "Fight back, fight back." That was me and Brown. Fight back, Brandy. Fight back. It was one of them moments. <laughs> yes, it was. So let me was share. Let me share with y'all what I. You mind if I share them? Not just just the information I gave you, so they can use it in their niche as well for my gold members. So do your thing. Okay, so two things, right? Two things. When you are approaching, if you you got to be niche down. This only works if you niche down. If you're not niche down, it's just not going to work for you. Let me put that out there. 
So when you approach a business, let's say you are a corporate event photographer, you approaching corporate event planners. If you're a wedding photographer, you're approaching wedding venues, whatever, whoever you're approaching that feeds your niche, approach them with a sense of urgency by saying, hey, my name is my name is Ty with Flash Film Media. We work with corporate events and I'm looking to work with one or two in the area because that's all we can handle to handle their corporate event photography. Who can I speak to? The sense of urgency will one, get you past the gatekeeper or at least get your information to a decision maker because the gatekeeper don't want to be responsible for not allowing that company to take advantage of this opportunity. If you come back or they find out that you're doing it for their competitor and they like, well, dang, what happened? And you say, I came to you, but your gatekeeper said you was busy. That gatekeeper ass is grass. That's one. Two, by doing this, the follow up is now urgent. Set the time today. I'm looking to find two companies this week. When are you available? Friday, Thursday? What? Let's have this conversation because I only got space for two. And, and, and I always, anytime, like if you have what I like to call a feeder company, which is a company that can book you without you doing anything. Like for instance, Brandy can, can meet a funeral home. Somebody can come in there and pick, you know, blue casket flowers, check on video, and they can just go through and not a funeral company can pay her. I would give them a kickback. So usually I'll just to make numbers easy. I don't want to do a lot of math. I'm Detroit public schools, whatever. I keep my calculator on me. Um, so if you're charging, if you normally charge a thousand for it, I would make it twelve hundred and give the funeral home two hundred dollars. Now that funeral home made two hundred dollars just for pitching it. Maybe they can work it out where the, the, the sales rep can take home 50 of that or whatever. That's your commission. However you want to do it, but make it easy. Make it so it's something that the funeral home can offer and you get paid for it. Remember, when a funeral home sells flowers, the flowers don't necessarily say the funeral home. They say whatever flower company they're from. They say whatever florist they're from. So you can still, you can either white label it and let them do everything and you can show up looking like them or you don't have to white label it. It's up to you. So, you know, those are things that when you pick a niche and you know who uses your services, somebody probably send them business. Even if it's a venue, if I, if I, if I record swimming videos, I'm going to the top indoor swimming pools in my area to talk to the lady who book out the swimming pool. Somebody's in charge of booking out this thing. Who? Okay. When you offer the services, because they usually have any venue have structure based pricing. You want the DJ, you want this type of power, you want that. Let me get on that list. Let me be something you check on that list. That's all I'm saying. You can make money. I can make money. We good. But let me be a part of the, the, you know, a part of the checklist. A lot of venues offer catering. They offer photo booths, whatever. They offer all kind of stuff. They can change the look of the location. You know, I've seen places that have pools. We can cover the pool, make it a dance floor, whatever. Let me be on that checklist. You make money. I make money. Everybody's happy. And I'll have great footage of your location that you can use for marketing. There you go. That's that's more. So, you know, th these are things that you got to keep in mind as you. But this only works if your niche can't be everywhere. You can only be you can only, you know, you can only be where you can be, especially as a smaller company and getting started. You got to be careful, too, because this may pose 
a problem that's a good problem to have and that's scaling your business quickly. Because if you go and get two venues and they slammed and you got you booked every three days, you're going to start hiring fast. So you, you want to sell the urgency when you talk to clients. But without a salesy way, hey, I'm looking for two businesses to work with. This is what we do. I'm trying to find two this week. You can say, I'm, I'm looking for three. I already got one. And, you know, just to make them show that people biting, somebody already biting on it. I'm just looking for two more. So, but, but, but push that urgency. Don't, don't go in there and say, get back to me whenever. Would love to hear from you guys. Nope. I'm here. Cause I got to find two other people that's ready. That's ready to do this. And if you're not, I respect that. And that way, when you come back a year later, you can say, Hey, we got another slot available. They may be kicking themselves cause they missed it. You never know. I've literally had that happen. So keep that in mind and keep those little tricks in your back pocket um, as you approach these, these customers. Because again, businesses want to make, this is something, this won't work B2C. This work B2B only because companies want to make money. It's a logical way. You mean I can make an extra $200 per job and I don't have to do nothing, but, but notify you to be here. Say less $200. They looking at doing the math $200 per job times a thousand. That's a lot of extra money. That's a lot of extra income that I can bring in to do whatever per year. So, you know, it makes sense to them. And that's what it's all about. Logic people. It won't make sense to people be deceived. They won't, you know, yeah, I can make a little money doing, but what a lot of you don't know is, you know, there's programs like this already out. It's just affiliate programs. If you go to your local dealership, a lot of them will give you $200 for referring a person. I know people who job, all they do is find people to refer to dealerships so they can make $200 a person. That's their commission. If they can, you know, they refer uh, 10 people who get cars per week, then they make two grand a week. And this is all they do. And they do it by way of Facebook ads, Craigslist ads. They do it, you know, electronically. And this is their, they, they've taken this on as a job. And all they do is refer people and make that money. So um, a lot of these, um, like Auto Trader and all of them, a lot of those companies that refer people to dealerships get kickbacks and they don't take nothing up front. There's a lot of businesses that you are using right now, like apartment finders um, that, that work like that. They only make money off referrals. Apartment finders are huge. If you're in an area where there are apartment finders that give you the moving truck for free, they making three to $500 per applicant that signs up in that, in that building. So if they're sending 20 a week, they're making, they're doing good to the point where they usually have a building or a location or whatever. So build your business like that because there's an opportunity there for you, especially as a smaller company. You just going to get hit with this, with this, with the scaling part. Like you may, you may bite off more than you can chew and get somebody who needs you seven days a week and you are done. Like you tired. Now you on thumbtack looking to hire somebody. Now you on HoneyBook putting out, you know what I'm saying, looking to hire somebody. But that's not a bad place to be, especially if you can bring somebody on as a second shooter, bring somebody on as a project manager and grow. I've seen a lot of companies grow like that. So that's just something to keep in the back of your mind. Uh, that should be worth uh, the gold membership alone for the new gold members. There you go. Um, but yeah, sorry to jump uh, on the tail of what you said, Brandy, but it just... It popped up some new ideas that I was thinking about. I need that information. Drop those gems. Yeah, that's where it's at. So, and, and niche that works like that is 
You got a photo booth. You need to be tagging along DJs with DJs, right? You need to be tagging along. If you shoot events, man, you should be so cool with uh, companies that rent tables and chairs. You should be getting cool with, um, what's the name of the, uh, I forgot the name of the company that decorated. Um, I forgot the name of, like, not interior decorators, but if, like they, they're, they're like event planners, but they just do decorating. I forgot what they're called, but there's a lot of company that rents, um, curtains and all kind of led lights and everything for events. You need to be getting real cool with them. People. Those are the businesses you need to speak to. If you shoot any type of events, you don't got to directly go to the person that's throwing the event. You can tag along with, with wedding cakes and say, Hey, whoever coming here for a wedding cake, I want to give them this information and give them 10% off wedding photography, or I want to put this in a bag that you deliver with them. It's a lot of ways to get money. y'all. You just got to think like a business owner and, and try to go after other contractors that the, the customer may seek first. First thing, what's the first thing you think of when you want to get married? You're looking at a location before you think about how many chairs you need, how much food you think about a location. Usually you think about the location before you think about a, a photographer. So if I can attach myself to the location, I'm winning. So that's, that's just, you know, that's just taking a step back and looking at how to beat the game like that is very profitable. And, and then you're not spending a lot on marketing to get started. Then you 10, 20, 30 clients in the game. Now you got money to say, I'm going to put 2000 in the marketing. I'm going to put 1500 in the marketing. And that's how you, you know, you get into the game without having a, without trying to dominate Facebook and Google. So that just something to think about. Um, I think that was my last part of the question, uh, Brandy, before I go to Tyler. I think that's it. All right. Go for it, bro. I was trying to find the unmute button. It's just, uh, I'm just adding on one more level deep to what you're saying because uh, that's kind of what I did with the Texas Golf Center. So I gave them way too big of a cut. I didn't really do the affiliate thing, but I, I made a deal with them because it was my first time doing it. I did like a, a 50% net profit cut with them. So after the filming and after the shooting and after the editing, whatever was left, I would chop it up 50-50 with them if uh, they would basically sell it to the incoming um, event leads. And then they've put my company's name on their website. They put a link to my website to them because they got tired of doing the sales. So I ended up coming up with a new structure where maybe I'm still going too far with it. I'm still following my second step, but I'm basically making like a, a different percentage cut versus how much work they do. Because that's what I just learned is when they brought the new people in, they didn't want to do the work. They didn't know how to sell what I want to do or what we do. You know, I get that part, but. Now I'm thinking about doing like 20% if I have to do the sales, uh, 25% if they do the sales, and 30% if they let me add my uh, company name and link on their on their site. That's probably still too high. I'm still working on it, but that's just like one more look, kind of like level deep of, of what you're saying. And I'm using that. Do it. No, I don't think it's too high. It just depends what your profit margins are. Okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? If you want to make $200, Make it four hundred dollars, so that when you get them half, you still make your two. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's how I would look yeah. at it. Okay, that makes sense. And I'm doing I'm doing that going forward on my new sales campaign because I want to go hit up more golf courses and go keep doing this inside those facilities, just because I know that nation a little bit more now. 
So that's going to be one of my selling points when I go knock on their doors. It's like, <clears throat> you can actually make money off of me. I'm not here just trying to sell you on stuff. Here, here's ways that uh, this generates profit for you and me at the same time. Just different little, little have routes you, to take. Have you approached Top Golf? Uh, no, not yet. They do a lot of events. My first time going to Top Golf was shooting for the NFL at an event. Huh. Yeah, Top Golf. They have they actually have rooms available to rent for your party or whatever, and then right. like right across from a certain amount of bays. So, and they have a whole and you know their headquarters here in here in Dallas, but they have a whole. Um, each Top Golf has a um, event department at the location. Okay, there's a there's a different kind of a version of that called Big Shots. Yep, and there's one down the street because I'm by I'm by the uh, Texas Motor Speedway, mm-hmm. and there's a uh, Big Shots right there. And uh, I, I went inside their event area and I saw the rooms kind of like what you're talking about, but I haven't, I haven't moved forward with them yet because I didn't have any kind of paperwork or proposal type stuff set up yet. But now that I do, I, I'll, I'll think about Topgolf too. I didn't even think about them. I thought and, they were probably too big for me. No, no, no. I've, I've shot a lot of stuff for Topgolf. Yeah, I've shot a lot of stuff for them. Um, right. Like I said, my first time there though was NFL um, and the NFL PA, they were holding hosting an event. And I, I, I've always, I used to drive past Topgolf like, that's nice. I wonder what it's about. And then I shot that event and now I go like crazy. Interesting. Yeah. But a lot of driving ranges have uh, event centers now too, especially when they are around like, I know out in this area, there's a big mall and there's like a driving range that's kind of built into the mall. Um, and it has a lot of places to eat and like event centers. So it's, yeah, it's. And you know PGA, you know PGA is moving to Plano. You, yeah, you know about that. Yeah. Yep. So, oh yeah, you've got a top call for everybody too. I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I think because when uh when I was trying to do kind of what Brandy was doing, which is like a year and a half or two ago, whenever COVID was going on, that's when I started understanding what you were saying about uh, people have already having like niche down companies because I was looking at funeral homes and stuff like that too. But when I would approach them. They told me they already had like a third party installed pretty much. It's almost kind of like an in-house deal. And when I researched them, they all had the same name for like, it was all like funeral-based names. Mm-hmm. Like the whole company was designed that way. And the website looked like super serious and authentic. I was like, wow. So yeah, that... Brandy's website I, is dope like that. Her website and her whole video is dope. I mean, you know... And I studied she, them she People that I knew I wanted to work with, I studied their site and I took a lot of shit from their sites. Because a long time ago, Ty told me, he said, if you're going to go that route, you have to look like an extension of them so that they feel like you're on the same page. So even though we wanted to go this route, like we set it up to where when they go to our site, they're not thinking like, oh, well, let's help this little rinky dink small business or think that we not serious. I stepped to them like we want y'all, you know, yeah. so that's why I built it like that. Her website so looked like a home. really good funeral home with video. Like it looks like it looks it, it, it looked like one of them. Just like you said, it looked like one of them. Like it looked like. It's funeral home, her, and then like cemetery. Like they just go together, and it's just it's it's catered to that audience. What more can you say? It's and I had to makeshift a beta client because who who I'm a who am I gonna talk to? You know what I'm saying? Like who, what am I gonna do? Like roll up on somebody whose people just died and ask them questions about? Hey, so what kind of font do you think that you would respond to? Like, you should have so got a Ouija I had board. To go with um, a really good friend of mine who happens to have a lot of knowledge in that area. 
And she guided me with a lot of the decisions as well. So between her, my beta client, and studying who I plan to approach because we have the same client. So obviously this is a multi-billion dollar, you know, mortuary chain. Clearly they know how to target the audience. So let me do the same thing. It just kind of made sense. So And that's an industry yeah. that ain't going nowhere. Never. People are dying to get on film with her. Anyway, uh yeah. So uh I mean if you want to flex with that uh with the website, it's up to you. But you know, I can just they can just take my word for it. If you want to flex with it, it's on you. I'm just gonna leave you, you know what I'm saying? What um, are you talking about? If you want, it up on if here? you want to show just post it in the in the in the uh chat so they can see what it is. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, it's in the chat, but it's flexing I don't on know. Them. Depends on how much time y'all got. I mean, you if can you just want me to show it. I'm down. Just post it so they can see it. That's all I'm saying. It's, oh, okay. It's gonna, you know, put your neck brace on because if you ain't niche and doing it right, you're gonna be hurting after seeing this website because it's there. It's grade A. And it's... the thing is, Ty, I just changed it. I took our services down from three to one. Mm-hmm. You know, I went Coca Cola, and I was like, let's just per- you know perfect that one thing, and then we'll grow from there. And I use some chat GPT to help me with the language because even though I can write well, it's like just to really get that heartfelt stuff, man. And really working with chat GPT helped me like beef it up. So the language on there is so much better than it was. Oh my gosh. So it's CFFLV.com. Yeah. For those who didn't see it, you down with chat GTP. Yeah. You know me. Yep. Um, (laughs) It'd it be like that. It'd it be like that. So take a look at that website. You look at the colors. Look at just the way it feels. Look at how it starts with the hand on it. It's it's deep. CFFLV.com. It's it's everything. It is everything. So I mean that is these are things that you gotta be mindful of, content creators. If you're going, you said a hand on a coffin got me. Absolutely. These are the things that you gotta be mindful of as you uh as you niche down. And let me explain the Coca-Cola thing, because she, she she and I know what Coca-Cola mean. But let me tell y'all what Coca-Cola mean when she says she go on Coca-Cola. All right, Coca-Cola started with one product, one size, and they became the best at it. Then they expanded. So get your one thing, your one size, focus on that, being the be the best at that, and it will grow into these multiple sources of income you want to go. But if you do too much too fast, you just you won't have enough to spread around. So those are things you got to, you know, we call it the Coca-Cola. One thing, be great at one thing. So, yeah, yeah. But that that that's, a you know, take a look at it um, real quick. Uh, Mino said he, he was down in Tollway in Frisco in the Dallas area. Um, and or no, that was, that was something he said about before that about companies that rent big yeah he said i was on a page for dfw and i seen big light up letters there's a company that, that rent these big light up letters that you can use at your event so let's say uh i've seen them at graduations right where it may say you know tie 2020 on it and you can get these big letters to put by your pool or whatever at your event so you don't gotta buy these big letters you can rent them and they'll come out and bring them and light them up. And then you'll have these big letters at your event and people can take pictures by them. And it just, it's just decoration. It's just decor. Um, yeah, that's it. So it's, it, but there's, there are items that rent and you can just rent them for whatever event. I've seen people with trailers with video games in them. I don't know if y'all seen them yet, where you can have a party for kids and they'll bring this trailer. They got like six TVs and like six different game consoles and all the kids sitting there on beanbags and play video games. It's something to rent. I mean, 
You know what I'm saying? If you can think of it, you can rent it. You can rent it. You know, if you got a mechanical bull and you shoot events, get cool with that guy because he's getting called up for a lot of events. He could, you know, if he make a commission, he may pitch you. So these are things where if you do events, depending on what type of event, it always helps to just, that's, that's networking. I don't want to go to a, an event full of people that's networking and nobody know nobody and it's just people that are shaking hands. I want to network with people who are in my niche. So there you go. Um, any other W's? Anything else you want to say, Tyler or, or Brandy? I have, I have one last question, sure, bro. All, also related. Um, do you, would the subscription contract be a good thing to push for these people when we do in-house? Heck yeah. Because, okay, because I've been noticing that some of these companies lately are trying to start to do the stuff that we're doing too. Like uh, I got a, one of those Indeed emails re- recently saying, uh, or it was this week, saying that their uh, Weir's Furniture was hiring for a photographer of like 20 bucks an hour, videographer. So they're trying to do in-house media now too. A lot of companies you're going to, you're going to start to notice are trying to, they're, they're tired of paying for stock footage and stock images that don't really fit what they're trying to do. I've, okay. I've approached one of those. When I see a, a hiring sign, I've approached one of them to do it out of house. I'll just beat the price that you're looking at per year. I, I The yearly salary is X amount, how many projects and try to beat that price. And, and usually even if you match that price, they're not paying for training. They're not paying for healthcare. They're not paying for shirts. So if they're saying they're trying to spend eighty thousand a year, or the or the position is an eighty thousand a year position, it's probably costing them about one twenty. So if I come in at eighty eighty five, and I, and I sell not just me but multiple guys who can be there, and different shoot sizes, and I work something out where it's credits or hours or whatever, you can usually win that, win that deal. Yeah, gotcha. but but contracts are the way to go: three months, six months, nine months, twelve months. Okay. Yeah. Any anybody who is working with a con a, a a company that will probably use more than one shoot, you need to be thinking subscription. Con nobody buys one video and go away. Nobody just buy one set of pictures. People do. Businesses don't. So if they're hiring you for communication for um, even corporate events, right? I've I've had contracts with companies. We did all of their corporate events because they're doing an event every every uh. Not every holiday, but every uh, quarter, and they're doing smaller events. I had a contract with Raising Canes. We did new store openings, and we did their corporate events. And they had a video department and a photography department. So there's always there's always space. Also, the only time they're not going to buy a subscription, not going to buy more than one video, is if they get super burned by the person they buy the first video from. Absolutely. Then they're like, I don't want to buy more videos until somebody convinces them to give it another shot. Yep. Absolutely. So, so for the first one, charge them what you want to charge them and say, Hey, if you got a subscription, you could have got this for a lot less. You know what I'm saying? A lot of companies do that. A lot of companies say, we'll let you buy it out. But if you get a subscription, it's a whole lot cheaper. You could have saved X amount. I'll put that on my proposal. You could have saved X amount with a, with a, with a subscription. You could have saved 30%, you know, whatever, and let them, you know, let them, uh, you know, do it. Marcus, you up, you got some W's. You got the hat on, looking like uh, what's my man uh, name? Oh, off of, uh, I thought you was talking to the other Marcus. Oh, yeah, I got the real the Marcus. I'm sorry, not the Marcus. I appreciate it. This appreciate is, it. Toy yeah, I got, story, a, Marcus. I got another W coming off ah! of last oh. week. <laughs> 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 That's hey. my Marcus. 
Toy Story. I'm talking about Toy Story, Marcus. Hold on, hold on. Toy Story. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the other yeah, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the, I got you. The, the, the other Marcus. Not the Marcus. The Marcus. You finna see something. <laughs> Where's my cross at that I, you know? Where's my... I gotta put the... You finna... We got your back. No, no, not Mr. Marcus. Is that Marcus Forsett? Don't you start, Randy. I haven't talked to Marcus in a minute. We talked months ago. I'm about to text you. All right, Marcus. So, I got some wins. More photo book wins. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, I got a Kinsaniera, which is always fun. Are you doing... Hey, have have you have you tried to slide in to do? Are you not doing Kinsierra photography, right? You just doing photo booth. So, um, for this one, they already have a photographer, videographer. I tried sliding in on that, but um, I am gonna take my camera and do some shots that build your portfolio. There you go. That's a good. They're gonna be like, ah, uh, how did you get that? Because I'm great. Yep. Um, so doing that, um, I'm gonna be start. Starting to another win is I, I have my blueprints for the next four photo booths finally. Okay. So uh finally moving out of all the shenanigans and getting to build uh my other photo booths um that I want to have. Uh so this year we're pushing the photo booth significantly um for my area. Because uh, we keep getting a lot of people from Tucson trying to come down here. And it's like, all right, now you're all not about to do this at all. So I um, got that. Um, our proposal game. So we got a big win on proposals is where the time frame of how I've been winning clients this year. I, I was like, okay, well, let's set up a Zoom meeting. Let's send you the proposal and let's talk about the proposal while we're together. First time seeing it. Mm -hmm. And I can explain everything to you. I was just sending the proposal and they were just like, uh, so I've done that. Were you sending it? Were you at least sending it proposal file? Yeah. Proposal file. So, you know, when they opened it and what they're looking at. Yeah. 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 For for those, for those who are new, I'm sorry, real quick. For those who are new, proposal file allows you to send a proposal and you know, when your client look at it, what page you're looking at and where they're spending their time really helps when you call them back and they're like, I ain't seen it. You're BSing me, bro. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, um, I got a client that's BSing me. Um, but we, we following up on that. Um, so in that, uh, we were able to, uh, niche down significantly more with how difficult the home buying is being right now. Um, for our, photography and videography services we're looking at home services as going into there with some of the home services clients and promoting their trades because uh, we keep getting them often enough and they want to start producing content so i had a a good meeting and i mean this is why i say it's a win i spent an hour with them going over the proposal three owners of one company sitting in a room and I had all three of them say, I've never thought of that multiple times. So I was like, yeah, God, I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm not even here for money. Make them swallow it, that I, hook. I just had them there. Um, I had them thinking I was, 
my speech patterns, like this was like probably the best proposal meeting I've ever had in person while showing them their proposal, what I could do. And I told them I was just, I was just in the zone and I was telling them about stories of other clients that we've worked with. And at the very end, I made my, my final point. It's like, how many stories did I tell you during this time? And they're like, yeah, you told us about five different people. I'm like, right. <laughs> and now I tell you about yours yep. and I tell them, I told them about them and I'm like, that's what I'm here to do. And they're, they just got quiet. And they're like, that look like I never thought of that. I didn't think of this way, but they were saying it non-verbally. And I was just like, composure, yep. composure. So um, that's when they usually like, I never, I usually don't do this, but if you like, hey, anyway, go ahead. You know what I'm talking about. Iron. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Be glad I don't know your middle name. <laughs> I'm messing. I'm messing. I've got this. Um, sorry. So in that, that was really good. Um, we got the United States Army uh, this weekend. So that's a huge client. I love working with. I say who? I say who? Um, so in that. Uh, big client there. I'm building graphics uh, tomorrow. Um, his middle name is Marcus. That's what the- <laughs> my god. Almost. That's close. This is very close. It's almost Maurice. I already know. Nope. Close though. So got that. Um, this weekend. Uh, been posting on LinkedIn like crazy. How's that been um, working for you? It's been working. Like I'm getting big names checking out my stuff. I ignore uh-huh. everybody that sent me a message on LinkedIn. I ignore everybody. I probably got mad money on LinkedIn and just be ignoring people. But I've been pushing LinkedIn a, a lot. Um, so it's 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 awesome that I get to do this and, this and, and catapult. What is this so. Dropbox file, Tony? Before I click it, is it going? Oh, okay. Thank you, women. Okay, I'm with it. Naked women on the photo booth he's posting. I don't know if that's allowed. Oh, okay. I see some of it. All right. We'll let some of it fly. One of it was little people. At least it's the accountability hours. It's yeah. It was the so he posted pictures. I'm gonna cut you off of the big letters and 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 naked women on, on photo booth. So we'll let you check that out later. Definitely. Good good looking out. <laughs> so in that um the client was looking at doing social media management social media content, video production, headshots, um, events, like all for the entire year. Yeah, that's that's so, right there. You need to get them on the subscription. Very, very much so. Um, in which there's a this thing called uh I think it's module two that says something yeah, about that. facts. I I, I think F- something facts. of that facts. Do we have the graphic anywhere? Uh, anywhere? the graphic is down right now. It's funny you say that because I had the uh, what's the name? Where's See, it? accountability. The graphic is down because we changed. We we just there's a reason why we changed. I get it. For the new, I get it. For the new platform. Um, but yeah, so everything is on the up and up. All I got is uh, an ad. Attention, photographers and filmmakers. You've been conditioned by your. But we ain't gonna roll. We ain't gonna roll with that right now. That's still a good one too. Yeah, still, yeah. Um, still in rotation. So. In that, um, we're getting more traffic again, uh, getting things back in order. Uh, 
Yeah, man. W's, W's. It's 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 crazy. And yet I still got more wins. More wins. Let's hear it. So uh beta client. I told you guys last week, really converted over to a paid client. Um, he is looking for yearly work from me now. A beta page. So yeah. Uh tomorrow I have a a video shoot with another potential um paid client. Um we did some trades and services. Uh he's Hold a plumber. On. What's trades and service? Okay. I just want to get clear. So he he fixed some of my uh water heater issues that I had at my house because my tenants didn't do oh, stuff the for barter, the you, you barter okay trades and services bartered. sound a little purple dresses so, sound like a purple. okay so we bartered um so I got a commercial for him to make um this guy already has on multiple videos of his over a hundred thousand views on TikTok and stuff which it's kind of like almost organic now to get a hundred thousand views on TikTok but however um he's looking at doing more stuff so that's going very well um, for potential another beta client and another home service that I can have partner with my other clients that can also go to our main niche, which is home builders. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we've built all of this for all of these people here in our area. Here's proof of concept that we actually care about the people that you hire and how we can help them out. So it's kind of a reverse engineer to go into our main niche um, because now we're going into specific places of getting laser focus in each area that we can bid to home builders um, when prices go down. So it's it's a long game, but it's... it's Right now, it should be marketing though. When prices, when economy is bad, you got to market more. Right. And that's where we're getting a lot of of clients of getting wanting to do a lot more marketing. And it's like, well, this is what we do. And a lot of businesses don't know where we're at. So um Especially if you can get with, if you can get with somebody like Luke and say, Hey man, TikTok is where it's at. It's cheaper than regular traditional marketing. Let us shoot you some stuff and get you out in front of them people. You know what I mean? And and it's, you know, we, we can we can reach a lot of people at a lower price. You know, that's just route. That's just you know, right. home, 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 price for home, people. home builders is big because I watch too many house videos on TikTok right now. I just be stuck with watching undercover steps and man caves, and this is how you run your cable when you mount your TV through the. You got to put Luke there too. L U K E. One of the most viral videos on TikTok right now is this painter who paints. Uh, like super straight like edges on people's molding without like a without a tape or anything and people are so crazy for it he posted this one video of him just painting like somebody's door frame and it got like 100 million views it was insane simply by shooting uh, it straight yeah and it's like it's so funny because there's all these handymen and they're all like I can't make TikToks and I'm like bro that guy just paints like molding and he got like a hundred million views. Like, of course you can. So yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely big for them and they definitely don't know it. So like getting them on that, it's kind of a little bit of a hump to get them to like, be like, okay, we'll try it. But once they try it, they're usually like, Oh shit, this is great. And the ads are an easy sell. I mean, ask them if they can get cost per click below a dollar anywhere. Ask them if they can get it below 75 cents. They fucking can't dude. 
Facts. It's not 2005. They cannot. It doesn't exist that way. Like TikTok's the only place that I know of that you can get that. Yep. And 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 with this, with these clients, they know clients, right? So they they are putting my stuff out there where I'm getting people for real estate, right? So they have condos or they have houses they want to sell. So I'm getting wins off of that while helping them. So they're giving me good re- uh, references to paid money. So it's, it's, it's compounding on how I fell into this. And it was because Luke said something when you, uh, one of the, um, when was that Luke? Was that just on, on, no, that was with Mario. Uh, me, Mario, Luke, we're all talking about his stuff about doing social media management mm-hmm. and it clicked. And since then I've been applying it. Um, and I've been waiting for a year and a half for it to click. And it finally clicked of niching down a little bit further on just trusting an aspect and doing work for these other people kind of in a machine gun way has allowed me to hit multiple people who know, who know each other that allows me to, that allows me to have 70 different points of, Oh yeah, we, we, we use him. And that word of mouth has been amazing. You can go places by word of mouth. So why are we not setting up campaigns for those builders yet, Marcus? What's the holdup, bro? You don't got your phone number or something. I don't know, man. I have I have his phone number. Oh, that's, that's I tried to I'm give like... him some space. Oh man, let me put my brass knuckles on. Here, here, Luke, hold these. Put these on real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you got the connections and everything. You just, you know, what I'm saying. You know, I was gonna say when you have the number, when you have the number to call, but you don't call. You it. don't call it. What? You're sitting there getting beat up, looking at the nine one one on the wall. Just... <laughs> right, right, and <laughs> and that's you start... your phone, but you're not pressing set. That's right. You're starving to death, locked in the grocery store right now. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew it was gonna come back around. <laughs> it's just love, man. It's just tough love. It's all love. Um, but yes, you're right. It's the art of following up with people whom you have and using your knowledge base moving forward by the way um everything that i messaged you about with the courses is all straightened out i forgot to tell you that me yeah okay yeah yeah i forgot to message you so in that that that's um i think that's that's it for now i probably have another one i haven't checked yet i haven't checked my email um but those are my wins that I can remember right now. While it's fresh on my mind, this is off topic from that, but while it's fresh on my mind, because I was just thinking about um, who sent the pictures earlier. I forgot. It was, uh, let me go back. It was Tony, Tony, Tony. You sent the pictures via Dropbox. If you are a photographer and you send pictures to clients, look at shoot proof. It's my favorite because people can buy prints. They can buy the pictures on stuff. Um, and you can give them passwords and charge them to download uh, digital copies and everything and still have your company logo and all of that. Clients can log in and see they, they uh, see their gallery. And I'm going to tell you, I got a lot of clients because I left a lot of old galleries up. You can't see them. You can just see pictures from Google, pictures from Samsung, pictures from, oh, here you go. Your little company's down here. But you got to scroll past all the nice companies to get to yours. And I made it so they have to log in at that level. But it's really good for delivering images to clients. And there's 
pretty cheap, $20 a month for like 5,000 pictures. But what I like about it, and I think some of you I've told this story to before, I shot a, um, I shot a surprise party for like a 90-year-old lady. I thought she was going to pass out right at the party because they literally jumped out on her. Um, and years later, she passed. And the only way I knew is because I was waking up to like, you have $300 in your shoe proof account. I'm like, Hi, who's spending $300 worth of prints? I haven't shot nothing in a while. And they went back and bought the pictures from that event that I shot. They went back and got eight by tens. And because I took a picture of everybody alongside of her in the Christmas tree, because it was around Christmas. So the family went back and bought a lot of those images and they bought like $300 worth. And I was like, what the, who, like where I get this money from? I ain't mad, but let me make sure this ain't no error. I got to pay back or whatever. And I went to look at that account. And that is what happened. So shoe proof is a very, very good way and they can brand it. So it'll be, you can get like a domain where it can be like client login.yourdomain.com or you can have a login button and people can click it and log in to get to your, your, your galleries, or you can set it up where once they log in, they only go to their gallery. I like to flex a little bit and show them big companies. That's just how I like to do it, but they can print greeting card. They can buy greeting cards. Um, and just, you can set it up with different, um, different, um, companies you want to print certain stuff and then they can get their picture on all of their products. Like you don't have to go and set nothing up. Like once you choose this, this print company, um, like a warehouse or print station or whatever, it'll show all of the products that they offer. So somebody can get their picture on a t-shirt or a cup or a mug, and then you just get a percentage. So it's pretty dope but it's fairly cheap. $20 a month, 5,000 pictures. Um, Why they got your passion and the profit on the front of it, on on the landing? Do they? They probably (laughs) probably stole that from me. (laughs) They probably did. I don't know. I forgot who I stole that from, but they probably stole it. I don't know. I used them for a long time. I I actually love Shoe Proof. Shoe Proof is pretty dope, and they're pretty fast, and they deal with all customer service issues, dealing with prints. and I had a time where somebody bought something and I was supposed to, the first one I messed up because you got to approve it. Um, and I didn't, the crop wasn't right. And it really was my fault, but they refunded the client for free and sent them out new pictures. I'm sorry, they didn't refund them. They sent them out new pictures with the correct crop and no additional charge to me or the client. And I still made a profit. So just something to think about. Good W's though, Marcus. We got to still figure out how we going to do this Marcus uh, naming thing. Without, we can't, we, we not using colors, so don't even think about it. We're going to do something. I don't know. Who was here first? Technically, I was. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all handle that in the, in the Marcus area. <laughs> well, he's Marcus one on Marcus squared. There we go. <laughs> M2 and M boy. We got to come up with something. That's just, that's too easy. It's not, you know, we got to figure out something. We'll figure out something. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to figure out something. Anybody else got any W's? I mean, it's not like a profitable W yet, but oh. it's a W. Oh, yeah. Let's hear that. Um, what was that? I am What's watching... going on? You all right in the background? Everything cool? Yeah, everything's moving quickly. And show this picture again. Just FYI, everything's moving very quickly. Actually, I am. Long, I'm starting my live performance. 
um, oh, division. Oh, you look different, bro. What's up? Nice. Can we talk about the haircut? You look. I didn't even know who you was at first. I was going to say, we need to talk about the identity change. Yeah, here. I, like, I heard the voice, but I was like, who is this guy? Like, this new member? I always saw the name, and then I heard the voice. And I was like, wait, that's him? Yeah, you got, <laughs> okay, you you, you got to, you switched it up on us. Okay. I'm going corporation. You going I'm going to get a loan. We're starting a whole new platform for performing artists. Wait, is this We're different? Starting, than, is this different this than the is, documentary? That I'm doing a TV show still for the f- film streaming service, but we're also doing a side project under our live performance okay. sl- shoot off. Um, and then I'm going to bring in someone to do the commercial division for me. Did you find a host yet? Or are you going to go with the host in different cities? I I found a host. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, hit, um, hit up my boy Rodney. Someone you go I worked to. with in the past, they acted on the last project I worked on. So, that's what's up. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, it's going to, the budget for the TV show is about a quarter of a mil. Let me get a little, can I hold stuck. a little bit of that? <laughs> I got it. I'm wrapping it up in a, a startup loan. Honestly, I'm starting up uh, all three divisions all at the same time. Well, listen, uh, you know, if you need some. I'm going to buy the course material to give to i would actually had a question about that if i buy the course material can i give the login to somebody else under me no you can't do that we got to take you to court can i buy it for them yeah you can do that the new platform will allow you to buy uh gift cards okay if you do that i'm gonna basically have whoever i hire in to do the video side of it or the commercial side of it take your course and then run the division themselves that makes sense if you and do I'll that, just take like twenty five percent. On the small print, it says that if you uh if you pass the password off, I got to send Brandy to your house, and she got hands. You don't miss either. She got hands. So, but uh, yeah, I'm making I'm crossing over into the realm of actual media group. That's what's up. Actual entertainment. You need power to get with house. Crichton. This you need is to get, where I'm going. You need to get with Crichton. He he doing his thing. I, I give it twenty five years, and I'm breaking ground on my amusement park. Whoa, we going from amusement park to okay. Yeah, I'm going straight up Universal Studios, man. I'm going. This is not a small term project. This is a multi million dollar long term dream that's going to make me richer than fucking I've ever dreamt of. That's I'm with it. I'm down for any dream that make you richer than you ever dreamed of. I'm with it. So what's first though? What's first on the plate? What's what's you know first things first. Offshoot my commercial division, get that started up, get that going. Okay. Have that running so I can work on proposals. I can work on getting the business loan I need to get. I can bring someone in right now to shoot commercials for me. I can give them equipment. I can provide them with everything they need. That's what's up. Long as you don't share the password, because we send Brandy, she gonna you're gonna catch hands and you're gonna get a video. She's gonna do your video your video. And Brandy ain't the one video you want to be on because you're going to be real <laughs> stiff. So, it's going to be real and beautiful. As they say in the hood, it's going to be brutal. Real brutal. That's first set. September 1st is when I'm, ha- I'm scheduled to be on the train starting production on the TV show. September 1st. Okay. Can you keep us posted? September in the- 1st. This is this. I need to have the loan by July so I can get the tickets. Can you can you keep us posted in the community so we can see some behind the scenes shots? Yes. All right. So the whole um. So here's here's how the TV show breaks down, right? Since it's a brand new host, 
I'm going to introduce it. I'm going to introduce the TV show concept kind of on the YouTube, uh, a mini series, a mini season. I mean, so like four episodes on YouTube for free to get everyone pumped up. And then the following year we'll release the actual season one of the TV show. We'll be filming three seasons of content basically in one year. Well, I want you to spoil it. Everybody going, just make sure we're up to date with links. Can you, can you can you do that for me, Alex? Can you make sure the community yeah. so we can support it once you once you post it and, and oh yeah, you, I'm and, gonna need an audience and for post sure. post that's where you're traveling the, to. Um, so the other the live the the live performer, the live performance side of the company. This is brand new. This is this is uh Quinn, my buddy. He went to high school with me, and he's gotten me into the art council, working with them. He's gotten me. More jobs than I've gotten myself, this dude is. He sounds like a real stand-up guy. He uh, knows how to write a proposal. He's done three TED Talks. Said three what type dogs? Three TEDx Talks. Oh, TED Talks. Yeah. I thought you said he got three type of dogs. No, no, no. He's done three TED Talks, this dude, and now he's my business partner. I got and three I type am, of dogs. We're both employed at each other's companies right now. So y'all just he runs the theme society, which is and which is that company's goal is to basically teach artists how to be profitable, just like you're doing. But so y'all purple dressing to connect them with the resources to get jobs. Hey, can you message me with that? Because that sounds like some kind of stuff that I need to cross plat to purple platform cross. I'm trying to get with. Um. Yeah. If you drop. The triple cross. Who, who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah, this is, I don't know. This is, hey, this this is Cameron. Cameron. If you could like send me a, a link to something like that, because that sounds like some stuff that I'm going to need as I go forward. Because I work with a, uh, I work with some musical groups. Um, not necessarily. I don't know if it's necessarily who you serve, but I know that I'm trying to put together a musical group in the future, and so that's, that sounds like some stuff I'm going to need. So what what the live performance thing is is it's all about creating a venue. Do y'all sponsor? An interface. It's like MTV, but all performing arts. Do y'all sponsor? Think do, of it like that. Do y'all have like father age boy bands? For like, for like we're going to take it to the next level. We're going to add an, a purely interactive element. You're going to be able to switch the camera angle during the performance. You're going to be able to control this performance. And While on stage? Yeah. So I got to sing While viewing and... it remotely on your phone, we're building oh. a brand new app. We're we're building a complete brand new interface for this. Do y'all sign boy boy groups that's like dad age boy groups, like DILFs or something? We're not signing anybody. We are specifically like a digital venue. Dill street boys or what? Just, just strippers and tippers, huh? But we're gonna do it because right now the whole it came about because right now we're both poets and there's nowhere in Flint where you could too? go. Yeah. Damn, uh, there's nowhere in Flint where you could go tonight and have an open mic like and that needs to be fixed the same with every type of performing art there's not enough stage space there, and open mic nights going on to give these people a venue so look there's a show this is your homework there's a show I want you to watch that talks about stage events and talks about it's about, it's about a, a community where they, they open up this uh staged event and they grow it to a bigger mm -hmm. it's on stars it's called p valley check that out you gonna it's really gonna help you 
really understand what it takes, what you got to put into growing this venue into something that is, you know, that is big. It's not just one venue. Well, that's like a green screen room. Because what we're going to do is we're going to take other people's venues and we're going to input these artists into them. Mm, Okay. So they're going to have, and then we're going to have some that's like 3d. We're going to have live performances at venues. And then we're going to have like a behind the scenes interview room that's local. So what we'll do is when we'll starting out, we're going to ask artists to send us basically their best live recordings. Ah, Send us your best live performance footage. If we need to tweak it, if we need to do better, we can. Well, make I'm sure, a media company. I can record an event. Make like, sure you definitely, uh, you definitely send us links so we can stay up to date and see who doing what. Because this sounds like something big. This sounds like something as big as the the novel slash superhero movie you was working on before. So you make sure you keep us, you know, keep us in the loop. Andrew said he down for. He said you down for investing. You may have an investor. So keep us in the loop. Cause we want to see where these things go, man. These some great ideas. We want to see how far they go. But check out Stars. Uh, it's a real good show. You you, you gonna really like, uh, you know, Uncle Clifford. That's kind of like where you are in the position of running the business. Okay. You want to check that out. All right, I will. Thank you. Hey, come on, Stars. Check it out for sure. Who else had their hand up? Carlos, my man, my man with the What's master up, plan. Carlos worked for a media company too. He got some tips. He worked for Telemundo and all them great companies. I did. I See? did, man. There Carlos shoot his ass off too. Yeah, he can film like nobody's business, Alex. Hell. So if you need a guy in Miami, Alex, you got you holler at Carlos. You one thousand percent. You know. Now, if you need to get some funding for it, I got another guy named Carlos in Miami. You just get on the boat. And exactly. Right, and you gonna just he gonna take some. Carlos, he may or may not be my cousin at some point, but he, he might have a speedboat. Both of them gonna have the shirt I'm with the chest out, the chest hair. Out. <laughs> Absolutely, both, true. both that's, of that's them rock. Oh so they gonna they gonna duct tape some stuff to your waist. You just bring that back here, and we will get the funds you need to get episode one through three out of the way. All right, but if you get pulled over, you don't know me. We don't. We never had this conversation. So. Just keep that in mind. You know what I'm saying? Just keep that in mind. I get pulled over. I can always, I, 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 don't say never nothing. Never mind. My lawyer would have a fit don't if say, I said that. Don't say loud. nothing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's okay, Chico. It's okay. Don't you say anything, all right? Let's just, all right. Every day I'm hustling. There you go. <laughs> Carlos, what's going on, bro? <laughs> Yo, man. So I have a small dub, man. Small dub. Um, and that is, um, you got a lot of stuff going on right now. So, Right now, I'm in a little bit of a low point. Uh, personal stuff going on. You will be at a things. Low, low point after you signed $2.8 billion worth of uh, business for the past two months. What's this? You know what I'm saying? No, it's a low point. <laughs> Just got off filming cruise ships and million dollar stuff. But That's yeah. coming up. Yeah, That's coming up. And, uh, in March. In March. Legit. In What's March, I'll up? be on this ship for a week. So There you go. Uh, so the small dub is that I uh, something I've been wanting to do more often, and I just did it, is... Uh, have a meeting, uh, a post-mortem, that's what they call it, in the corporate world. Have a meeting with uh, a client about how the project went down and have them talk about just directly, hey, how did you feel about this? What could we do to be you know, better? So back in November, um, an ad agency I used to do a lot of work for, like as a contractor, they now hired me out to do as a company, hired me out to do some stuff. So I work with them on some 
some content for a wine company back in November. Mm-hmm. We did like a Thanksgiving video for them, uh, interviewed some executives, really nice stuff. It was great, um, profitable, fantastic cost. So the guy I talked to is a great guy from the agency and said, hey man, let's talk about how it went down. We never had a chance um, to do so. So recently, as in like Monday, uh, we talked about it and say, man, tell me about the project. You know, what'd you feel about it? You know, what can we do better? And we just chatted for half an hour, about 25 minutes of that. Just got a lot of, a lot of good stuff. Basically, very little critiques, like if anything. He's like, I have to pick something, which is important for everybody, was the crew that I hired. He's like, I have to pick something. Was the crew that I hired, some of them were a little bit rough. And, and, and he's like, it's no big deal. Like, I have to think of something. And one of them, for example, was the PA, uh, fidget a lot. Like, was, we were getting takes, and the dude was like, squeaky, squeaky shoes and kind of like fidgeting around. So, I, I was like, yeah, 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 it could be, could be. Especially we're down here. I was like, I hope not. I, I just do it kind of like either the ADD or the. Not Miami, stuff. you wouldn't. Uh-uh. I didn't believe it. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't. So I remember that. <laughs> I said, you know why I saw that? Minute, he had that one long. <laughs> did he have one long nail? Anyway, hang on. Anyway. Yeah, lo- the long nail. Damn. So um, I even on the set, I even texted the dude say, hey, I actually noticed that. I said, hey, man. You're making a lot of noise, fidgeting. Just everybody can see you. You know, keep cool. So I was able to kind of communicate with the, with him and some of the other folks without the client noted, knowing. So I told my dude. I said, actually, I told him. And so um, he said, "Oh, really? You caught that?" He's like, "You know, no big deal." But it's one thing I remember was this weird dude with the squeaky shoes who wouldn't stand still. <laughs> but it's important, yeah. And I was like, "Okay, sure. That's the worst <laughs> thing you can think of, and that ain't bad, right?" So overall, it was good, man. I got a lot of feedback from stuff, and like, kind of helped to cement and reaffirm the relationship. We're like, man, let us know what's going on. We want to keep working with you on other projects. And so I told them, I said, well, you know what? I'm, I'm actually transitioning the business a little bit, shifting it more to our corporate events and working with hotel venues. I explained the cruise ship thing and some other stuff. And he's like, that's crazy. Because as a matter of fact, we're actually starting to do some stuff with other clients. They have like big clients that have like events for like um, like Toyota or something like that. They have big, big clients. Like we, we do sometimes events for them, but we don't have, we don't do that stuff. Like we don't do corporate mm-hmm. event video production. So we know who to call. And I was like, oh, yeah, bro, you know how it is, man. So we chatted about five minutes about that. He's like, send us some stuff about you done in the event stuff and share, we'll share with the production folks on our end and we'll just call you up. So I didn't expect that at all. Um, but it was just good to kind of get those conversations with somebody because you might learn something in the end of it. One, that'll help you out or two, new business. And it doesn't Absolutely. hurt. Did you ever get a testimonial from him? No. And, and, um, I think it'd be difficult to get one from them because they are an ad agency. Like they're too big. Like I don't, I don't think they would be one to give me one. If that makes any sense. Even if it's text. Like, I don't think so. Cause 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 what happens is they might, they farm stuff out to me. So I don't know if their oh, clients are going to okay, be happy yeah, yeah. that you get me. So sense. with that relationship I have is cool. The wine company, they, they know who I am. They know that I'm not, it was very clear. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, Carl's worked with this in the past and whatever, but any other project I've done in the past, they probably be like, no, this is like a white label. They just hook me up and we take care of it for them. Let me ask That's you a, a question that I have with them. Let me yeah. ask you a question because a lot of people, I know a lot of people, it's just one person in particular. I'm not going to point her out who don't want to be a white label. But how do you feel about white labeling? Me personally, how I feel about it? Yeah. I, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it for um, under certain circumstances. So this ad agency, for example, I love doing it with them. Because they make it super easy for me. So they're an agency where they just said, legit, here's a script, here's the storyboards, here's everything. So when I get it, I, I do it in nothing. I do it in no time at all. So I totally make money from it. Like I'm totally profitable by doing whatever, whatever with you. I like working with them. 
with some other folks. Uh, I think I did it once, didn't like it because they're just like, uh, here you go. And he dumped it on me. And it's like, so I get all the pain and none of the profit and none of the, none of the rewards from it. So it comes out to who you, who you do that with. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this agency, loved it. Like I honestly love working with them because they just make it easy, as easy as possible. I did some for TV One shooting behind the music while the episode with Kirk oh. Franklin. So it was oh, pretty man. dope. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty dope. And it, they, they, you know, they were shooting. I landed it because I was shooting FS5s at the time and they were shooting FS7. Mm-hmm. So it worked out. They always call me yeah, for man. stuff, but they're white labeling like crazy. Yeah, I'm all about it as long as it's, as they, if, if they, um, are going to subcontract us, or, then they need to handle all the pressure. Like they need to be cl- clear that they're responsible for all the communication. You take care of it. I'll wear your logo if you want me to, but I'm not, I'm not answering questions. Like I'm going to say, Oh yeah, call, call Bob or call yeah. Steve or whatever. Talk to him. And if that's clear. Let's go for it. Yeah. Travis, Travis said he down for white label work when it only includes shooting and not the back and forth edits. I agree. Yeah. Most of the white labeling I've done have been dropping stuff off here to p- yeah. film it. Y'all do with the editing. It's something I've had it. One case where um, the client showed up with their laptop, we took files off the SD card and went straight to their uh, hard drive before they jumped back on the plane. So it worked. With these people, I do the editing with them. I'll do it. But again, they make the roadmap so clear. Like just to get an idea for an ad agency, they've got like producers, they've got um, like the writer. Like at some point, I remember talking to like five people at once. Like, hey, here's the five man pipeline before it even gets to me. And I was like, great. I have, I have one question. Bam, I know who to ask. I'll take care of it for you. Here you go. Yeah, it's a good relationship to have. Yeah. Because I've been having slow months and then I get a call from California. So, yeah. yeah. And a lot of times they, like a lot of agencies will keep you um, in their system based off the equipment you have. Because I got a jib, I got a slider, mm-hmm. I got floor dolly, track dolly, everything. And they'll call me up. Like, can you take your track dolly out to... So, yeah, it's pretty well, cool. I'll tell you this. Um, not this past project, but the one before that. We did a video for this wine company that they were going to do a, a retreat in like Europe. So we interviewed, I interviewed like 60-something company employees over Zoom. Did a whole video. So everyone knew who I was. I used the background and everything. Like, yeah, do your thing, Carlos. Don't worry about it. And so they loved that video so much that in November, when they had this Thanksgiving video, they requested me. Like, mm-hmm. we would love to work with Carlos. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me call him up. At that time, I something was going on. Uh, I have my big trip when we were out there in Texas and mm-hmm. Dallas. We had that. So right before that, something happened. I wasn't available. And they're like, well, we'll it. it's okay. What day is it? What day are you free? Wow. And I was like, oh, remember the 14th or something like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Come, we'll do it that day. And so, bam, we shot it after they requested me. And ever since then, whenever they need something, they just call me up with that, with that particular company for sure. Dang, that, that made but, it. They may call you direct once and be like, uh, we want to go around. Yeah, I would yeah, so let me just put these guys back in here because I don't want to spoil that relationship. Oh, I do want to say a small other dub. And this is like super small, but it's good. It's a good learning one. So um, down here in Miami in South Florida, we we used to until just now, we used to have a lot of like horse uh, horse auctions. They got the Gulfstream Park. So the horses run around the track, a lot of horse racing. So every year in like March, they would do these yearly auctions down here. Um and so there's a company that does a lot of the video broadcasting stuff for the auctions. So they'll, they'll put these PTZ cameras. They'll send out two signals, one of them like on YouTube with all the graphics. And if you're a better, I'm sorry, if you're a, if you want to buy a horse, they get you like a low latency, no graphics, like uh view straight to like a certain website or whatever it is. So then you can get like on the spot, you're auctioning off. So there's a guy yelling out numbers and stuff like that. 
So uh, last year, these dudes were down here um, and we did some cable, like like a utility work for them. Like just me. I went out there, charged like 400 bucks for the day for five hours of work, laying down cable, picking it up. Went, went for two days. Uh, that ended down here because it didn't... I guess the park here has some issues and people didn't like how the auction went. So it's like done forever, but they do some awards down here. So you've got jockey jockeys and you got all this stuff happening. So last week I was up in West Palm beach doing that. So the, the, the dub from that is that I, I saw how they do their video production using all prosumer equipment, things that you could totally buy a B and H make it happen. So they had uh, a laptop with like an ATEM switcher. And then if you go on the other side, a dude had a, Stream deck with like Photoshop, and another dude had an audio board, and like you gotta kind of see how it is. We laid down 500 feet of fiber around the whole building. It was cool, and I got to see how they do it, how they handle their show, and it's just a great learning experience. So even if you if you want to learn about something, you can get a job as an assistant to roll the cables. It paid me four, I paid me 400 bucks per day, and I got the money and literally learned everything, talked to the dudes, told them what I do, and just kind of make the networking on top of that. It was just super worth it. And I highly recommend it. You got these systems and processes. Yeah, oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. And so I was like, that's how, they, that's how they do their program. And they've got graphics and transitions and this and that. And they were highly going to feed it to um, the AV system and the at the venue, all this stuff back and forth. Some technical BS that that's, can be pretty annoying and pretty heavy. I got a nice, you know, like I literally laid down the cables for it. So I know what went where. And that was great. That's dope. Yeah, that's good to keep yeah. in your back pocket. Yeah, it's totally cool. That's dope. Them some good wins, man. Them good W's. Them are small, man. Them ain't small W's. Them 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 nice size chunks. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. It could be better. Them, them everybody everybody here took something away from that. So that's them nice size chunks. Cool, cool. Uh, you know, next time I'm in a horse auction online, I'll be sure to make sure. Yeah, hit me up. You know, whenever I want to blow a couple mil on the horse. You know. Um, I'll let you go with this one before the next person speaks. Before Marcus Prime uh, takes the mic. Um. That apparently there was a horse that was bought in an auction. Check this out, y'all. For like, I want to say something crazy, like eight million, ten million dollars, right? An auction, yeah, like that, like that, that. And the horse was a dud. Like the they 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 ran the horse trash, Damn. trash. And and it's and those horses, you would think, like, oh man, what can I do with the horse? You could do nothing. What are you gonna do with it? Just look at it. So they put it on a farm, retired him after like two or three races because it was horrible. And they can't, it was so bad that they're like, we can't even use the DNA to make more horses. Like, they're not going to do we that. So basically, breathe. they don't want to do that. So buddies blew away $10 million to somebody. Somebody walked away real happy and there was $10 million. Damn. To buy it was crazy. Yeah. Sell it. yeah. And no one's going to buy that horse. They know who it is. Like, what's the horse? He did what? Oh, you can keep it. I'm gonna rename it and <laughs> paint some spots on it or something. Yeah, it's, it's something to make it a zebra. I don't know. Figure it out. Go to the zoo. <laughs> like, do something. I'm going to take it back to the auction with a different name. I'm going to give it a fast name. So. Up next, it's our restaurant. restaurant? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, restaurant. make very expensive hamburgers. <laughs> oh, man. Put, put some gold leaf in there. And... <laughs> yeah, man. The folks that, I'm going to call them like man. Turbo or something. I'm going to be like, up next is Turbo. I'll put two stripes on his back. Let me give him a fast name, something like that. <laughs> if not, he's going to the slaughterhouse, man. Yeah, this is the way it be. Dog food. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It happens to the best of us. But the man, the myth, the legend is on everybody. Scott, the the Scott. 
I just had a nice um, job Friday. Um, did the country club photos of the whole facility, video of the whole facility, and a 3D tour of the whole facility. It was two people for a full day. So that turned out to be a good job. Yeah. Let me ask you, good. I always got to ask you this. Did the van help win them over? I've been working with that client for a long time. Okay. So whenever I go there, I'm driving that van. So I'm sure it's it solidified me. I, I love it when you tell the stories and they when, they when you say like they look at you and then they look at the van and be like, okay, yeah, because that's how I feel when I <laughs> pull up with my van. And then while I was at the country club, I picked up uh, two more tour jobs, just chatting with with somebody there at the bar. So just start talking. That's so that was another. They were construction tours, and so another twelve hundred bucks just by chatting with somebody. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's, you were in the right place at the right time. That's what I'm talking about. In the right place yep. at the right time, in the right uniform, saying the right thing. Um, had a design build kitchen to go shoot today, and just was editing those pictures, and then. Um, are you uh, are you editing them or are you outsourcing them? We're outsourcing them, but I got to prep them, okay. you know, and, okay. yeah, yeah. and call them. I don't want to pay for ones I'm not going to use. And yep. um, yeah, we don't edit anymore for pictures. We can't afford to do it. Cause Just, are you using clipping path? Uh, we found a, we found an editor off Fiverr, but we're using them off Fiverr at this point. Right, right. So it's much better. Fiverr is such a terrible platform for multiple jobs because you look at your job list and instead of a bunch of different addresses, it's all just says real estate editing, real estate editing, real estate editing, real estate, and trying to decipher which job is which is a royal pain. So he, uh, he of course, is against Fiverr's terms of service, but he sent me a, one of the edited pictures had some burned in text on the image that said, hey, here's my email address. We normally work through email. So I said, yeah, that works for me. So he just bills me once a month, once every two months. and. I use a lot of clipping path. They're just I've I've I have stuff edited for like twenty five cent a picture. India clipping path India, they're pretty good. Clipping path. Yep. I'll see if I can find a link. I use them up for a lot of wedding photography too. Clipping path is the name of it. Yep. Clipping path India. So and I had my biggest real estate job I've ever had for one one single residential house, and um, it was for photos. Uh, tour and a video and it was over $1,100. So that was pretty cool. Oh yeah. That's definitely a win. Yeah. Let me post this. Okay. I posted it. And they have some virtual staging there, which uh, is really amazing. That turned out really nice. So clipping paths start at 25 cents per image and they can do everything from like cut the background out, get rid of, they're great for product photography as well as like, um, I used them for like I used them for wedding photography once. I I was I shot like three weddings in one weekend and just did not feel like spending ten hours going through all the images. And I just yeah. picked my selects, so just yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. Sent yeah. it to him. I think he charged me like thirty nine cent an image, and I, I ended up spending like a hundred dollars or a couple hundred dollars. And yeah, you can't afford perfect. to do it yourself at that point. Yeah. What, uh, so clippingpathservice.com, is that what that's, that is? Um, so there used to be multiple clipping paths. Like they had Asia and they had India. And I think they are now just path edits. Because they were clip the one I use where the one is in India, but they're pathedits.com. 
Yeah, I see it. And uh, they're, they do pretty dope stuff. I use them for my Toyota shoot, too, because they do Ghost Mannequin, which is... They do what? Ghost Mannequin. So you you it you take a picture you get a mannequin that the head come out and you take a picture of it and then you remove the head and take a picture of the inside and it makes the inside look like it's a part of the the mannequin and then they remove all of the mannequin from um from the the shot so it looks like oh. a, the shirt's on somebody but it's really in there. Back up. What I don't know. What are you talking about? Product photography or yeah. clothing photography? Clothing or? photography. Okay. Yeah. So when you're shooting a shirt, let's say, for instance, let's say I shot this shirt and it's on a mannequin. Well, right now it shows my neck. So what w- on the mannequin, you can shoot it with the head so you can get the front of the collar correct. And then you take the head out and you can see the back of the, the back collar, the tag, and you take that picture separate. Well, they put those pictures together. So it looked like it's just a space there. And they edit the back, the tag with the front of the shirt, and then they take the hands off and just make it look clear. So it'll look like a shirt that's on like a clear mannequin. Um, and they call they they a lot of companies want those in their uh in their um like whatever literature they call it's called a ghost mannequin shot. Very cool. I guess I didn't even realize that was a thing. Um I'll post a link to that. Oh, I think somebody posted it already. Andrew posted it. Yeah, it's called a ghost oh, mannequin. I got a, uh also an inquiry off my website for a commercial contractor that does commercial buildings around town and they're looking for a drone pilot to come and take pictures of their projects every month. And I stopped by and talked to them today and I think they're on the hook. So it's been a good couple, couple days. That's yeah. One of my biggest clients, which was a search engine company you had yeah, used before. We, yeah. we, we did that for one of their data centers, but we had to sign a big NDA because they didn't want it to get out that it was them because people was going to buy property around that place like crazy. And I would have to, mm-hmm. But because, you know, it was in the middle, it was literally in the middle of nowhere. I'm talking about six miles on a muddy dirt road that they made to get to the facility. So and maybe you would have made more money if you would have just not signed the NDA and went and bought property. You are absolutely right. Yeah, because it was it was. Yeah. But it was definitely uh, it was definitely dope. And that was a, as part of the NDA. You couldn't buy property. Yeah, I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't talk about oh. it. I couldn't like they had a certain section they had bought. So for their employees, they have bought like a lot of surrounding area, like to the freeway all the way over. So you could you you couldn't do anything. The NDA was the thickest NDA I've ever seen in my life. It was it they couldn't even staple it. It had like the hammer stapler. Like I ain't never seen that stapler with the you ever seen a stapler with the long handle on it? Like the hammer stapler? Like, like it was it wasn't like no here you go. And it was just it was crazy. Yeah. Um, I got a few more minutes before I have to go. I'll let y'all chop it up, but I know Marcus had his hand up. Let me bring him on real quick. Marcus and Crichton, I got you next. I ain't forgot about you. I'm up. You up. The Marcus. Okay. Marcus number one. Got you. So I have uh, two and a possible wins for this week. Okay. Um. So the first win, shot a... Uh, video business card and a recruiting video for a law firm. Um, it was a, a easy, a easy sale because I already had a relationship with the law firm and uh, the owner of the company. He's the, he's the ex, well, the outgoing uh, president of the New York State Bar Association. So I was able wow. to shoot those two pieces of content for them which was my original niche. So I'm actually kind of happy about that because 
you know, all the opportunities it'll allow me to have. So I'm working on those edits now. I'm going to do them myself and really make sure they're on point and, um, you know, see how I can service them going forward. Cause I know they need monthly content. Like they have nothing at all. So I know they need plenty of content. And then, uh, my second win, um, I found a extra product that I could use with the landscaping company. Um, we're here in New York and it's the dead of winter right now. So they have no way of creating content for the spring rush um, because it's snow on the ground. So I have a way of getting back and forth, you know, to the South and uh, to Texas, which I'm moving to. And uh, I reached out to another landscaping company in Texas who I'm going to do some exchange services with. And then I'm going to take some of the landscaping companies shirts and hoodies that they have here and have them do some stand-in work for me so I can create content for the company up north. So I, I was like, I could probably sell this to other companies during the winter up here that, um, you know, I'll pretty much kind of like white labeling or whatever, where I could take their merch down and have another company shoot for them just so that they can have content getting ready for the spring rush if they can't shoot during, uh, during the summer. So they were willing to pay that. I got an idea for you. Shoot them in a blue shirt and put some dots where the logo will go. And then later yeah. you can change the color or add a logo to it. Just shoot you some B-roll of somebody cutting grass in a blue shirt. So, so if you meet another company and they shirt's orange, you can change the color of the shirt's orange and then add their logo to the footage later. That way you can resell the same footage over and over again. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking something like that and I just wasn't sure. I'm like, would I be able to deep fake a logo in there? So. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you okay. track it, just just make sure the close ups aren't these crazy moving shots. You may have a close up of somebody, you know, let's say they pushing a lawnmower and they turn and get a thumbs up and go back to pushing. That's the only yeah. shot. You know what I'm saying? You need the rest can be okay. behind or side, and you can change the color of the shirt. You know, you don't want to do green, of course. The closest color probably be blue, but you got to be careful with blue skies. But uh, you can change the color to any. Really, with DaVinci Resolve, or you can hire somebody, they can change the color of, they can track the shirt and change the color to anything. Yeah, I was looking at that today, so that, that makes a lot of sense, because I'm like, I wonder if I could do that, but I'm going to try it, and I'll let you know how that goes for sure. Let me ask you a question. Do your, because our, our um landscaping companies, when I was in Detroit, in the wintertime, they push snow and lay down salt. Do they not do that? Do those landscaping companies not do that? So, the the company there in Buffalo... And they're so packed, <laughs> excuse me, they're so packed, they can't take any more uh, snow removal clients right now, really. Um, they're, they're having a scaling issue with that. So they have mm -hmm. to hire to get more. And also spring, like they start getting calls for spring services at the like in mid-February, end of February. So they're looking to start booking lawn care and landscaping jobs now. Look, look at pitching recruiting videos. I I, mm -hmm. I used to run into a lot of guys that has up, up north had snow plows and had nowhere to. And if you can be like a Uber where you can just Uber a snow plow, come put some salt down. Like like whoever comes out with an Uber app that works for landscaping is paid. Where you can just hire somebody, you know, you can look at your square footage and just pay and hire, and they come up and do it. Man, you paid. Yeah, I, I thought about something like that. I found a company actually. I think it was a year ago. They have like a Uber for uh, snow removal. Mm -hmm. It's mainly on the west, northwest side of the country still. 
So I don't really, I haven't followed up with them, but like, man, that's, that's too easy. Cause my parents, they need a snow removal company and they, they're always looking for somebody and, you know, every now and then they'll find somebody and then they'll go out of business and you'll never find them. So it's like, right. that would be nice. Uh, a link was just posted to DaVinci Resolve on how to uh, change colors of, of items. So yeah, that's huge. Okay, I'm following. And with then that. you can just you know you can track it and pa- and pop a logo on it. Just I've seen it done many a times, and you can get somebody off Fiverr to do it, especially if it's just one shot. But and now then you, the other possible. Oh my bad. No, no, I'm saying now you got B-roll that you can use with a bunch of different clients. True. Yeah. I'm gonna say this: I, um, if you do that thing with Fiverr, I did it. With another project, I said, hey, um, I also want the project from you as well. That way you can change it whenever you want to have them. How much is it to pay you extra? And then you just pay them extra. Yep. Yep. It's usually like another $10 or something. Or whatever they tell you. Yeah. Oh, just make, yeah, sure cl- cool. you sel- make sure you make uh, sure you click on a selection that says source files. Yeah. And then uh, the other piece of that. So I, uh, I, I downloaded a bunch of stock footage for, from Envato um for the project and to be honest with you like after looking at all of the different sites it wasn't that much footage of like landscaping services and stuff like that like a lot of it is like a lot of close-up detail stuff where it's like kind of not really usable and i'm like i wonder if while i'm working with these companies if i you know create my own stock footage you know what i mean and use it as a service where they, you know, the different companies I work with, they can use those elements and videos and stuff like that and just pay a monthly subscription. And that could be possible. Um, so my contract states that I can sell that stock footage. Look at ArtGrid. ArtGrid got a lot of great landscaping shots. Um, ArtGrid is, is, you know, is, is by far my favorite. ArtGrid, and, um, they have some good stuff. I actually post some in here. But if you have it in your contract, yeah, I have it in my, I, I have not, you may want to be careful with how that's worded because you may want to reword it because my contract states that I can sell it to stock sites, but can I sell it to other, to their competitors at a subscription rate? I don't, I, it has to be reworded for that, but I, it's possible. Yeah. Um, well, what it, I meant more so is like, not just when I shoot for the companies, but like if I go with a company, right. And they have like, I hire a company or I have a, my own team. And they got polos on without a logo on it. And we can figure out how to put the logo on it. And I just shoot different shots of the different services that, you know, will provide all people doing walkthroughs and estimates and staring at grass and stuff like that. If I had that whole portfolio of landscape and stuff, niche specific shots, could I then go to the other company and be like, hey, you know, you sign up for your monthly retainer, you got access to all of these. Yeah, I mean, I, I would go out and uh, just get some friends and take a line more and get close-ups. Yeah, so that's what I was going to yeah. do. When I get down to Texas, I'm going to work with that company. Hey, yeah. you know, we can make this an ongoing thing. I'll shoot you some content and you help me make it. In, in fact, I'm sure there is a time, like if you say, hey, you put if you put like an ad in like a business group, I'm looking to film landscaping companies. I'll create you a TikTok video or something. Just let me come film y'all. You probably can grab a ton of B-roll for free. Yeah, yeah. And you can get trucks and people, all kind of stuff. That may be a that may be a good business angle. I never thought of, but yeah, that way you can build up your stock video selection and you can hit both. You know, you can hit. Yeah. You know that that may be a good idea. 
Um, somebody asked how much is Art Grid. I think Art Grid is one ninety nine a year, something like that. And you get Art Grid and Art, both for the music and the graphics. I would say check it out. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, but that you can definitely you can get that for free. And then just tell them this is what I'm using it for. You know. I have you ever used Envato Elements? Yeah, I use it a lot. How would how does it compare to Art Grid? Or how does Art Grid compare to Envato? Because we use Envato. Um. Envato is dope. You, it has a bigger selection, and sometimes it's kind of hard. It's different. Like you get more. It's just a bigger selection. First off, it's just more people because they make more money on that site because they sell it individually. Art Grid and Art List is the best combination of subscription-based content I've found. So just to mention it, they just introduced their art list max, which yep. combines everything Both. they have in the one package Absolutely. for one price. And it's still for commercially used and licensing and all of that. So what I like about art list and art grid is you can go in there and you can search by I want all footage shot with a black magic pocket cinema camera. I want all footage shot that's log. I want all footage shot that's raw. You can get it in different flavors like that where other companies are lacking behind. They're trying to, but they're lacking behind. They're trying to catch up with that. It's mostly searched by what you're looking for. But on, on ArtGrid, you can get, you can say, I want somebody swimming at a beach, but I want log footage so I can color grade it to match my footage. So, I you know, I, st I, I started with Storyblocks. I just, Storyblocks, I wasn't feeling. Maybe I got to them when they were too new and they didn't have much. But to me, ArtGrid and Artlist was the truth. Like their music, I, it's some of their music I listen to while I'm riding. That's just like, it's just, just dope. You you got to be careful because you'll be on their website just downloading crap because it's a lot. And then you can say, I want it with the music, without the, with the lyrics, without the lyrics. It's just dope. So I, I definitely give them the stamp of approval. I use oh, Epidemic okay. Sound too. Actually, Epidemic Sound approached me for a sponsorship. But Where's Artlist at? I, I see Artgrid. Artlist.io. How do you spell yeah. it? Uh, A-R-T... L I S T dot I O. Oh, list. I yeah. thought it was less. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. It's Detroit Public Schools. Um, gotcha. Yeah, artlist.io. It's pretty dope. Music is phenomenal. Like, the music is dope. Like, I'm telling you, there's about three songs that I listen to on there that I, it make me want to say, who is this artist? They dope. Like, let me go listen to them do something else. So, yeah. But that, yeah, that's a good idea, man. Get that B roll and get you a big old 14 terabyte hard drive and just fill that bad boy up with shots. Sliding shots, drone, get you a lot of drone shots, everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do. That's the plan. Cause I mean, I, you can go on any Facebook group or anywhere and you look for a landscaping company and you'll see all of these guys who they, they're trying to get themselves going, but they have no content, no way of getting it. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, yeah, figure out how you can pay $20 a month to have access to all of these shots. Well, I, I think it's more, even if you, I wouldn't even package it for $20. I'll package a whole marketing deal. We'll create content for you for, you know, $1,000 a month. Because I'm going to be honest with you. My father owned a landscaping company and I worked on it for years. And those guys are so far away from, of what it takes to market. It's not even funny. They just, yeah. they're just not, they, they not, you know what I'm saying? Landscaping is the type of thing where a lot of people go in business, they buy a lawnmower, they knock on doors, they start a business like that. Like they just, it's not a, the only business you need to know is how to cut this grass and how to get paid. You know what I'm saying? So, so they want to grow. Um, you know, will they have a lot to spend? Maybe not, but if you can do something simple, like 
a TikTok video and 90% of it you using the same as somebody else's, you just switch your stuff or whatever, they may be yeah. willing to say, I'll pay, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month to get a bunch of content if you're pushing it out. You know what I'm saying? More yeah. than just did giving them access to the clips. They may not, you know, see the value in that, but they may see the value in you creating marketing content, even if it's pictures, just something, um, you know, so I, that, that is, you know, an idea um, that I would pitch to them where you kind of create the whole marketing side of it, even like things for them to post, you know, Instagram, TikTok is a great place to grow your business. We want to help create that content. So, um, and, and I'm gonna tell you another place that you, that is a very similar niche to that. Um, but it's different, but it's similar. It's roofing companies, especially in Texas yeah. is huge because every time there's a hailstorm, these the roofs are getting replaced by insurance. Um, they're big clients so they are making anywhere between 25 and 200,000 a client. And imagine if we get a hailstorm in just one neighborhood and they get five houses out of that neighborhood, that could be a million dollars worth of business. So once you get footage of somebody doing a roof on one place, you got footage of somebody doing a roof on any place. So you can kind of reuse that footage a lot. So those are just things to think about. Okay, cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. Oh, no problem. No problem. I'm a, um, I gotta, I gotta run, but I'm gonna end on Crichton. I know I got one more here. I'm gonna end on Crichton. Cause I gotta, I gotta uh, run to another meeting and I'm gonna let y'all finish talking. If y'all want to keep chopping it up. I don't want to, you know, end the show early. Nice shirt, by the way. Way to represent who? Who? Okay, we out here. <laughs> We're riding the uh, over there swimming. We're riding the over there swimming. He trying to represent. He outnumbered today. <laughs> Navy guys. Okay, let me just put that out there real quick. No love lost. All right, my bad. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Oh uh, no, no, it, it, uh, it, it's all good. Um. <laughs> Look at you got the man over there. That water, that navy water. Hold on, get that out your chest. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, navy <laughs> out of there, man. Look at <laughs> Gotta let it go. Many help. All right, so. Hey, honey. Okay. All right. Uh, so for for the win, I I was I was interviewing uh, potential contractors last week. So. Uh, at looking at having another three more nice and so all, and, and before anybody said they're they're, they're all going to be w9s uh <laughs> you know n- not not hiring people uh you know hiring contractors just you know little l- l- nuance there um Can you, let, let me explain to them and, why that's important because there may be some people who don't know the, the benefit of that Oh, uh, say again. I, I didn't hear it. I said we may explain to people why that's important. They may not know the benefit of W nine versus bringing oh, an employee. Yeah, I, 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 absolutely. All right. So a W two is like someone who works at Walmart, or if you're paying yourself, that that's you're going to have a W two involved. A W nine is going to be, uh, you know, th- that that's your independent contractors where you're not paying all the taxes and all the payroll taxes uh, on on them now albeit to be in all fairness you know that's where you should pay them a little bit more you know it, it you know it like, like i said in all fairness uh, you know business is war let me let, um, me let me also say this too let's say your company makes one hundred fifty thousand dollars. you pay a w-9 employee fifty thousand dollars you're not taxed on one hundred and fifty you're only taxed on your 100 
Now, if the tax yep. rate is 21%, that's a big difference between, you know what I'm saying? So, so every contractor, every Fiverr, every time I spend money to complete a job, I'm keeping track of that so that at the end of the year, the IRS is saying, well, you brought in 400,000. Well, I paid out 200,000 in W9 and contract work. So now I can take off my expenses and other stuff that I'm not being taxed. And my little income is these little nickels that I've got left over here. Let's tax that. But the downside right. of that is if you are in a situation, let's say you want to buy a house and you need to show income, it don't matter how much money your business made. It matter how much you claim <laughs> yourself. So if your business made a million dollars and you only claim 50,000, guess what? You're going to have a house that qualifies for 50,000. So that's just to simplify it and why mm -hmm. there's there's you want to make sure that if you're hiring Fiverr and contractors that you're not paying tax on that money that you use to do that. If that makes mm -hmm. sense. Just want to make sure I put that out there because I know sometimes we know some of it, but be absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's something that, you know, uh, I, I'm having to explain to a lot of these contractors or potential contractors because they're junior college student or, or well they're, they're college students and they've worked at like walmart or heb or a factory or wherever and then you know like my goal uh when for like for like doing a wedding or doing a ktr my goal is to pay them 600 so what you know like right off the butt like just right off the bat you know they all of a sudden they just hit the magic number you know, and it's not that I'm trying to hit the hit, hit that magic number, but, you know, it's I, for, for what I'm asking of them, you know, you know, for the hours and everything else, I, I, I feel that, that I feel it's kind of a fair price. But uh, but yeah, so, 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 so that there's my, my, my uh, that, that there's my W. They've all been in uh, some different uh, junior college level, uh, uh, like a, a, Adobe video editing classes and stuff like that. Um, I don't really care for what they call uh, um, short films because all they can show me are TikTok videos. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> it's like, I like making short films. Yeah. Good job. Also, I got a buddy who actually knows how to make money on TikTok. I also going to tell you this. Some people don't want the W9 because they don't want to pay tax on that money. They want you. Yep. And if you don't give it to them, that thousand dollars that you paid them, you got to pay taxes on it. And it's 21%. Mm -hmm. You're talking about $210 that could be yours is gone to the yep. IRS because you didn't make them pay it. So always, 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 when you, that's the point, that's the importance of a book, a good bookkeeper going to say, well, when you, mm -hmm. you, you wrote somebody a check. For three thousand dollars, who is that? To some, well, I paid a contractor. Well, we got to send them the W nine. A good bookkeeper at the end of the year will send out the W nine. So these are important things that you need to think about when you want to, you know, if you don't want to report. I mean, you you want to report a big dollar amount, but you also want to report where you're paying contractors so you can get more of your money back. Because one of y'all gonna pay taxes, you or them. It's up to you to decide. If you yeah. don't keep the paperwork right, you paying it. But just a little important tidbit I want to throw out there. My bad. Go ahead. Can I add that um, it's more complicated than just trying to say, hey, you're a contractor. The IRS would like nothing more to, than to say they want to show that they're an employee. They don't want it to be a contractor. Yep. And so there's mm -hmm. definitely a certain set of rules that you have to go by 
to be a contractor. And if you're telling them what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and with your gear, they're an employee. They're not a contractor. And the yeah. IRS will will penalize you for trying to make them a contractor. So just do your homework and don't just say, oh, you're a contractor. Because Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's very why, much wants to make them employees. That's why I hire people with their yeah. own gear. Yep. Mm-hmm. If they have yeah, their but, gear, and, if they're doing work for other people, then they're probably a legitimate contractor. But get your you know. W9 signed up front. Just like just like uh I think who was that said that Mino said don't wait to try to find them at the end of the year because they'll just hold out and not sign it and, and sign it and you screw yep. So get them to fill out the information ASAP before you start work or just almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Unless you got exactly. people that like I have contractors that I work with consistently, so I can I can track them down. So, but yeah, my bad. I'm sorry, Greg. Go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's 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 all good information, you know. Uh, and, and really, the the big thing that I'm looking at because uh, Scott brings up some really good points uh, is not having them consistently until it makes sense, and then once it's consistent. You know, like more than the, oh, hey, you know, we have one Saturday a month, you know, it's like, I, I, I you know, I, it, all, all of a sudden now, it doesn't quite make a lot of anywhere near as much sense. But where I want to get is where it's not just the weekend events. I want to get where it's, hey, we're going to have the corporate event. Uh, we're we're going to have the corporate work, which, you know, obviously, Ty, you, you've you know, went in depth on with, with all the modules. I want that Monday through Friday. I just don't want to be the one doing it. <laughs> and that's the goal. Um, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. And, and then at that point, whole bunch of W2s. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, I'm also kind of curious for, uh, I- anybody's thoughts on, uh, w- when it comes to, uh, having remote cameras, uh, like Teradek versus Hollyland. Because like really like I, I was really going hard for Hollyland, and then I saw what Teradek has with the uh, uh, nearly zero latency. So I'm kind of curious if anybody has any oh, that's, experience that's with those easy. two. I can tell you that. So Hollyland is a broke man's Teradek. Teradek is the king <laughs> of. I mean, it just it is. It, it is. Ter- Hollyland is is an affordable wireless solution. Teradek mm-hmm. is the wireless so- solution. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. Teradek is Alexa, no knock on, you know, this camera maker, but, uh, Hollyland is black magic. So, you know what I'm saying? It can get the job done. It looks good. But if you're, it's, it's not the same. It's just, if you're pulling focus, if you are in a fast pace, I'm shooting NASCAR or something. I'm Teradek is it. Teradek is, gotcha. is, is, is just the top of the top. Um, see, cause, uh- Basically, I'm working to get this bad boy. We can't see it. It's blurred oh. out. It's nudity. It's oh, nudity. It, it must be nudity. It, 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 it's my yellow box. <laughs> oh, it's like your yellow box it's is nudity, bro. I don't know what you call it. It's nudity. I know, right? You know, it, it's just so damn sexy. We can't, so, we can't show that on um, The views and opinions expressed by this gentleman showing nudity boxes. It's not those of Flash <laughs> Film Academy. I just want to say that. We, uh, we don't show nudity here at Flash Film Academy. So the other people, not <laughs> look at it. Red. He got the red nudity box. I don't yeah. know what that yeah, is. Yeah, see, it's red. It, it's red right I there. I don't know what he keeping so. that box. I, I, I do not agree with any of it because obviously it's, it's blurred <laughs> out. So <laughs> just want to um, put that out there. But, but, but basically I'm sitting here and I'm like, all right, you know, uh, it, 
after having went to a couple of expos and conventions, uh, I, I came to realize that uh, one of the big ways that I can differentiate myself from any competition to you know dominate, if you will, is off of live streaming because pretty much nobody's talking about live streaming. And yeah, so I, 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 I'm just sitting there looking at it. It's like, okay, now all of a sudden, how can I, you know, I, I have the opportunity to, uh, to really offer something awesome. You know, it is what it is. And so like, I'm sitting there and, and now all of a sudden I'm having to, I'm really behind the power curve because I really haven't been focusing so much on video. Then now all of a sudden I'm realizing video isn't just, you know, profitable, but it's able to differentiate everything. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but, but, but with that, 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 that there's my win or, uh, and, and, and my question. So I want to say thank you to everybody. Appreciate you, man. And good luck with your nudity box. I got you, Ty. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever you do, all the nudity you do, you know, look at that. Just pure nudity. Just nasty, man. Just, just. Where's my, uh, where's my, uh, Ty, before you go. FBI, open up! <laughs> I got my magnet. <laughs> you got your magnet? Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. We gotta give we gotta give Alex some magnet love real quick. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Is that what you over there fishing with? I thought you were you were hiding behind okay. APW yeah. Media Group. Okay, you got the you got the barcode on there? You got the film strip? What my question is, what color car is it going on? It's going on black. Well, it's gonna be on the blue one, but the van I'm getting is black. You got a black background for a uh, a black black wait a minute. It's gonna be all black except the purple. It's gonna look on the black. Cool. On the black. Okay, that's gonna do big numbers. Black History Month. I like that. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Going all black with the Black History Month. Way to rep, way to represent. You know what I'm saying for the people. Much love. See, that's what I'm talking about, Alex. I knew you was a stand-up guy. I knew you was a stand-up guy. With the Make black sure you history. test it out. It'll fly off. <laughs> Don't get on the freeway. Don't get on the freeway. So are you oh. are you a Prince fan? Alex? Well, that's real talk. Y'all know I used to be about that road life. Those magnets will fly off if they're not good. You, you don't help you. Yeah, two I'm gonna special. only use it when I'm parked, so I don't. Because I I feel like if I use it when I'm only parked, I don't have to pay the insurance rider. The who? For advertising on your car. Don't if I'm not using it while I'm driving. What kind of insurance you got, bro? Just personal insurance for my personal car. I don't have a corporate insurance policy yet for my not okay. auto. It don't cover if you get an accident with a sticker on it. It ain't covered. Your car ain't covered. It's total. Well, the progressive or um, yeah, that's what we got there. They uh, say if you advertise with your vehicle, you need to check the box, and then they charge you more. So look, this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna show you how to save ten percent on car insurance by. Taking a sticker off as soon as you hit something. <laughs> if you're still alive. Exactly what I'm Get you a little rope on a sticker so if you hit something, you could just yank it. <laughs> and then, boom, you just save 10% I'm just gonna on time. take the put the magnet on the driver's side door and take it off before I drive. But look. Because I drive like an asshole anyway. I really don't want to advertise on driving. <laughs> Nobody's going to see it, huh? <laughs> Self-awareness is key. I can see that. That's probably why your insurance... So that's the true reason why your insurance high as hell. It ain't because you're sticker. It's because you're driving like an asshole, like you said. It's the high insurance. 
you told Hawk. This whole county drives like an asshole. I'm in Flint. So <laughs> let me let me uh let me. So does the purple got anything to do with the purple dress? I just want to know. It has me and everything Carlos to do with the purple. Me and dress. Carlos want to oh, know. Okay, so the purple is because of my purple three thousand GT. I thought my it was black. OG purple car, the the one that goes one eighty. I just sold it. I chose my whole, it's my favorite color, but uh, I chose my whole business design based on that shade of purple. I thought you were a Vikings fan. Because it's like the best shade of purple I've ever seen. And like that car has so much meaning to me. It's the way to, I knew the car was on its way out. So you just, you so much meaning that you sold it. Hold up. You have so much meaning that you just sold it. You let it go. Um, I didn't want to sell it, but the engine needed a machinist to fix. It, it broke, bro. It was, it was, it was, was bad. Was driving. I blew it up, basically. Driving. <laughs> you got to slow down, bro. You got to slow down on them corners. You almost maybe spill this yak on this two and a half. It had all wheel steering. I didn't have to slow down <laughs> on the corners. The there hell? was never a slow corner. I, I did 80 on a 90 degree left hand corner. Didn't yeah. lose any traction. See, that's that's um i love that car brandy um <laughs> get his man you're gonna be shooting this video soon he keeps shooting like he keep driving like that <laughs> <laughs> so uh oh, just yeah, charge him driving. send him an invoice now <laughs> so he can get the uh, prepay for your video yeah let him get a gift card prepay for his video <laughs> and, and pick him out a nice little purple suit uh give him the prince the print suit and then we're uh he gonna be good to go we're gonna get you some purple gotcha. letters and love purple Carlos background. We're gonna even play purple rain when they carry you up out of here. So we got you, bro. See, that's it's like a it's like a living wheel. Purple is a royal color. I believe you. It is. Yeah. Look at look at Tyler background, purple. He royalty. It's Prince Tyler. He got the royal, he got the purple background back there. So yeah. I was just talking color scheme, man. There you go. He's he royalty. <laughs> so, um, with, right. With that being said, uh, I'm gonna slide out. I'm gonna let y'all continue to talk. Slow down on them corners, Alex. Slow down. And uh, Carlos got the purple dress in the background for you. I know you're gonna like that, Carlos. Um, and yeah, man, y'all. Uh, I'm gonna see y'all next week. Oh, real quick, let me give y'all update on a, on a um platform platform update platform update. Yeah. Um, big things popping with the platform. A lot of content. I am going to probably launch time is going to be somewhere around March 1st. So I'm working on it. There's a few people that have beta tested the new platform. Um, I don't know if I want to put them on the spot to tell you what they think about it. Maybe I will because both of them looking like deer in the headlights right now. One of them, you know, one of them cool, but the other one, you cool, Brandy. I ain't talking about Man. you. I got you. Go what ahead. Go ahead. Tell them real quick. It's fucking amazing, guys. Y'all ain't even ready. I promise you, y'all not even ready. I'll be on that shit every day. My husband be on it. <laughs> I'm barely on the other one at this point. <laughs> I'm like, I'm over here on the Netflix version of Flashroom Academy. It's dope. Y'all gonna be y'all gonna be happy to pay this money. It's amazing. So <laughs> that's what I have to say. Which, what you, what's dope about it to you? Just give them a little bit. What's dope about it? The content is like right there in your face and it's broken down and it's organized and you can search for it. Like 
for example, my husband used to say, man, Ty need more BTS videos. And then I'm hitting Ty, I'm like, man, he said you need more BTS videos. He's like, man, I got hella BTS videos on the platform. And I'm like, where? And so on this one, it's right there. It's like you can search for behind the scenes and then all of the behind the scenes videos just pop up. And then you can favorite videos. So you can have like a playlist for yourself. You can mark things already watched. So not so you're not watching things over and over again. There's a continue watching section and it just keeps going and going and going if you're not finishing videos. Um, but yeah, it's organized and it's it's clean and it's all co- it's just dope. It's just dope. And then the community looks dope. But yeah, I'm excited. It's like new stuff every other day. So it's so nice. The goal <laughs> of it is to put is to put the content up front like like y'all found me yes. from content right and then here i go i bring you over to the community and then the content is hit, hidden and you got text so with this l- version of the platform all of it's like netflix imagine netflix with a chat area net imagine netflix with a community right built into it so um so when you watch, you can search just like you can search for horror movies i got it broken down where you can say hey i want to watch a bunch of videos about systems and processes i want to watch a watch a bunch of videos about personal development i want to watch videos about behind the scenes or all of our accountability wednesdays all of it is searchable by just that you can watch a video you can pause it and come back later to that same spot you'll be able to pull it up on the flash from academy app and finish watching it on the app um you'll be able to pull it up whether you got android and ios you'll be able to make comments under the video so we can talk about stuff in the video hey you know this is you touched on this todd tell me more about so we'll be able to have these conversations and it's just it's on another level i can't wait to launch it i think it's gonna be dope i have you said what the name of the platform is that you're using i have not the platform is the platform academy platform uh, white did label, you huh? white oh, label? It is white label. It was white label. <laughs> did you design it from scratch? No, I didn't. I had a company who had a platform, and it was like, "Look, man, what you're doing is dope, okay. but we can make it doper." All right, I'm gonna have to design mine from scratch. That oh, no, that's too I much money. To... That's, that's three hundred thousand. That's three hundred thousand right there. Are you looking to? I was gonna. Okay, so that's only fifty thousand yeah. more than I had thought. So okay. Yeah, that's that's you know. What the heck? I won't let me type. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot. That's gonna be worth it in the end. It's a long game. Just make it purple. As long as you make it purple. Um, but it's gonna be it's big. Um, I wanna say this. If you have purchased a course, it will be all your purchases will pull over. You'll have access to everything. Um, contracts, everything. Anything you've purchased, if you're on the monthly plan, it's gonna pull over. Everything will be available on the site. Um, contracts and everything. So um, what I like about it is under a contract, we can have a conversation. Hey, man, I ran into this problem. I would really like more of this. Can we add that? We can have that conversation right under um, that product. So a lot of good stuff coming. I've been working like a slave to pull this off because the migration is a. It's, it's, it's hard, man. It's a lot to migrate from because we're coming from two to three different platforms to one. So it's just a lot. It's just a lot. Um, but I'm sure you guys will love it. Um, and it's, you know, it's something that I will be really proud of, especially once I get the, uh, you know, once I get, um, my apps out, which you'll be able to go to the app store and get the flash from Academy app and log in. Um, we'll be able to keep track of app versions. Yes. Yes. 
I will be updating app versions and then I can make a comment below it and say, hey, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. So um, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Uh, even even I can make I can let's say we're making comments and it's a video. I can upload a newer version of the video if something has changed. So it's a whole lot of stuff that um, I can do with this new platform. And it's a lot that they're doing to work with me and customize it because they know I already have a community and they're, and they're, you know, they're really breaking their neck trying to get everything switched over and, and trying to get it to the point where you guys, the only thing that you may have to redo is reset your password. But because I'm on the same pay system as the new platform, the back end pay stuff, you won't have to touch none of that. So it's going to be dope. It's going to be, it's like I said, it's going to be content first. So all of the videos so you can eat. The downside is none of the forum stuff is migrating. That's the only part that's rough right now. As of now, the form stuff will not be my, it's just, they can't migrate that. However, in the future, because I, I am starting to get the form stuff with a fight between circle, they may be able to go in and backdate all of the old stuff. So, but the form is different. It's more of a, a Facebook group where everything is coming up instead of just a bunch of different sections. So I kind of, I thought I would like a bunch of different sections, but I'm kind of liking the Facebook group style because more people are, they interact with more of the posts because you may not see something that's posted under DaVinci Resolve. You may not see something, which we can still tag it so I can click a button and see all the DaVinci Resolve posts, but everything comes up to everybody. So you may jump on something that um, you see instead of, you know, it could be a great conversation that's fired, that's under a tab that nobody knows about. Or nobody looked. So mm -hmm. that that's that's the you know. Um, other than that, the only other bad thing is the free section is gone. It's leaving. Um, which people that's free part, they don't care anyway. Um, it's just it's just not it's just not profitable. Let's be real. This this platform, the way I'm getting it designed, it's pretty expensive. So uh yeah. So yeah, it'll it'll, you know, they'll get the opportunity to try it out, but it's it's just I I can't do it. I would love to, but it ain't, you know, it is what it is. Um, we'll be able to go live from there. We'll still probably do the Zoom uh, meetings. We can go live from the from the platform, go live to your mobile app, push notifications if you want it. Um, so it's going to be dope. But the most important thing, the most important thing is I want to get back to presenting you guys with all of the content first. All of the videos. It's a ton of videos. It's way more than you think. Brandy would tell it you. Is, it's it way is. more than you think. I was like, damn, I got to get on it. I got to watch some stuff. It's like whole series that I never even knew you did. Like yeah. that fast something. The fast, fast five, five. Flash five, yeah. I was like, what yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. And you can cast it to your TV. That's another thing I like is that you can cast oh, it that's to it. your TV. Yeah. Like, I was well, casting my life away. In the future, there will be Apple TV and Roku apps. In the future. So, I mean, from your phone, you can definitely cast your TV and the app you can cast your TV. So, um, you know, there, there, there's going to be a lot of content coming about the new platform via YouTube and the current platform probably about two weeks or a week before launch. So I, I, there's some things that we still got to put in place that don't look right that I don't want to start showing. But um, there's going to be a lot of content about it. You won't just wake up and be like, what the heck? It's going to be a lot of content because we're redoing the whole well, website as well. So will other members be creating content? So, yes. Um, two things. One, I will have I'm going to roll out some things to 
invite other members to do breakout sessions and be rewarded for doing breakout sessions. And I want to open a platform for other members to sell courses and or presets. That's another thing coming. We got a lot of presets coming. A lot of stuff that we haven't had before that are that are coming with the new platform. So um, because we're going to kind of get into a little more of the how to. I got all of my I was able to get all of my books from the military that taught photography and videography. So I'm going to be taking that content and then making content out of that, teaching fundamentals of um, just just how we learn photography. So um, just on the back end, that's that's but that's later down the line. Most importantly, three, four hundred hours of content. All of these like this will be available like all of you want to go back and watch Accountability Wednesdays and just watch them. You can watch them. If you want to close the app, put an earphone in and walk around your job and just listen, you can do that. It's all set up to do that. So um, it's just it's just. Yeah, because I know some people these are long and some people don't want to watch it or hold it or leave the app open. So just things like that. Like so it's it's pretty dope. Pretty dope. Um, Gift cards will be available. Gift and stuff will be available. Um, just a lot of different things. So, um, it, you know, I'm I'm just trying to bring it. So there's a whole new look to the courses, um, whole new look to the graphics. Me and Parker have been working like crazy. Uh, there's just a lot of change, but good change. Like we're going through a major, major upgrade. And the goal oh, is, what'd you say? They're not going to know where they at. Yeah. The goal is like, to, to give more. Is this master? Yeah. It's on a master class <laughs> level. Just know that. But the goal is to give more to the gold members, man. I want to make sure, you know, the value is there. You guys got a lot. It's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff we covered that is buried. It's gone. Like, how do you find it? Like, you know, so I want to categorize talking about working with nonprofits. I want to categorize talking about somebody asked me about systems and processes. And I was like, man, where can I point you? Because I've covered a lot of it. So I want to be able to give you guys all of that content in one place where it's easy to find um, you can start watching it, come back a week later and pick up just like YouTube, all of the YouTube and Netflix functionalities for videos you will have on this platform that punches you in the face with video, 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 as soon as you come in. So that's the goal. But yeah, it's going to be dope, but I'm shooting for March 1st. Um, apps are in the process of getting approved by app stores. If you've never got an app built before, it is nuts on the Apple side. They call to verify like, Hey. And I talked to Tyrone, like, yeah, this is him. Did you put in for an app? Like, yeah, man. Like, you got to, they literally, Android, like, whatever, put whatever virus you want on our stuff. iPhone, Apple was like, we need your mama maiden name, your Dunn's number. Like, literally, like, what you need my Dunn's number for? But it is what it is. Um, Another thing real quick, which won't affect any of you, but I like to make sure I said it. And I'm going to definitely end on this because I got to go. Um, the price is going back to the YouTube price of 24.9. None of you will be affected ever. As long as you keep what you got, you will be good. Um, so anybody after that, which I may give people a week after to get the old price, but it's going back up because this platform is way more expensive than the platforms I'm using. So, um, it's going to be big. It's going to be huge. And, uh, I hope you guys like it. I got one thing. I love when I check my email, my client pays. That's awesome. A, that's always good. That means uh, an Amazon cart get get paid for. Like, I'm I'm the I'm the Amazon cart king. It's stuff in my cart. Anyway, we're talking about that later. Y'all be safe, and I will see y'all you. next week. You got me, Marcus. You yeah, Marcus? yeah, you good. Okay, you got it. All right, all right. Later, if y'all be up to like two in the morning, let me know. Somebody shoot me a text because I know y'all gonna, <laughs> I know y'all gonna be out here to two in the morning. Yeah, you shoot me a text. Shoot me a text. Yep. 
There you go. All right, now that he's gone, all right, now we can do the real stuff. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff went off the chain last week, just so y'all know. I heard about it. Off the chain. Y'all be safe and be careful. Don't let them pull up that blurry box because if the feds catch that blurry box on y'all's screen, y'all all all getting time. All of y'all, just FYI. There you go. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.